Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Weekly Games Chat. I am your host, Chris, as always, joined by my co-host, Sean. Hola, como esta? And returning to the podcast, John. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. And the boys are back in town. Hey, they've missed me. I can peek. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. I am peeking. I can even hear that. Well, no, that's different, because these are just our headphones. Oh, yeah? We have volume for those. Yeah, I'm, I'm more so looking at The peakage happens on the meterage. <laughs> yeah. You're at that point of like right before in Mission Impossible where he's like toast, toast, toast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're you're almost there. You gonna ask me how my trip was? You had a trip? Yeah, you went on a mysterious. You trip didn't to tell him where I was. No, I, I honestly, we, no one knew. I couldn't remember. We, we joked about <laughs> how you were like where I was. We joked like I asked you. I asked you two things <laughs> the day before, like you left, right? Mm-hmm. But I think you were busy. That day, so no. you did not reply back to me. I said, "Like, hey, are you going to do the show notes?" And I said, "Where are you going?" And the reason and I did the show nothing. notes, ghosted. The reason yeah. I did the show notes is because of that question. I saw yeah, it, yeah. But in my mind, you replied. Well, it's not that I replied, <laughs> but in my mind, I said, "Chris expects <clears throat> me to do show notes, so I'm going to do show notes." Right. When in fact, in his mind, he's like, "He didn't respond. I better do show notes." Exactly. Lack of communication. So, yeah. Well, that was fine. Yeah. They were it, done. It worked out. It worked it was, out. It was a top-notch show. We had a great guest. I just delete all his stuff. <laughs> well, the only thing we we technically didn't Kidding. report was the Shaggy part, uh-huh. even though that was a big thing in the gaming world because people thought it was going to be a Mortal Kombat. He was not. Why did they ever think he was going to be a Mortal Kombat? They, I just they don't didn't that. think. They just yeah. wanted him in there. Yeah. I was like, Hannah Barbera is never going to allow a children's character to go into a game where people are massively murdered and decapitated. Even though it would be pretty epic to see. I mean, it, yeah. the, the show was about a bunch of hippies in a van with smoke yeah. coming out the top. You know they were smoking dope. Sure. And, and, Did it have smoke in it? And Shaggy yeah. and the dog always went off together, and then the other three always Had went off Had to get a Scooby together. snap. Well, Why they have to need snacks, man. But they were all about peace and love. But uh, my we went to see my brother. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Wait, you have a brother? Yeah. He does. What? <laughs> he's a, he's an older brother. He turned he's the forty. One. Uh-huh. Actually, turned forty yesterday. But that we were in order. We were going to visit him this last weekend, but it it was Valentine's Day weekend, and so flights were astronomical. Um, Where's he at? Denver, Colorado. Well, that's right, Littleton, like Colorado, over there in Colorado. Yeah, and so my parents showed up. He was surprised. He didn't realize they were coming. My sister Katie showed up the next day. They were complete. He was completely surprised. He didn't know they were coming. And they said, "Is Jonathan coming?" And they said, "No, he had a thing. Aiden had a thing, so he couldn't come." So twelve thirty that night, who shows up? We roll up at the house. Yeah. I knock on the door. How about my brother comes to the house? Uh, comes to the door. Please tell me he had a gun with a pistol. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at me and he goes, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> If that happened. That's awesome. <laughs> Fun fact. Yeah. South Park creators grew up in Littleton, Colorado. Really? Yep. That's <clears throat> supposedly a lot of South Park is based on it. Funny story. The first time, it, and to, for those who don't know, Littleton, Colorado is where Columbine yes. High School is. Yeah. So that's that's where the shooting I did happened. not know that. The first time I ever went out to see my brother, it was before he <laughs> got married. He had just started out at the company he, he's still at to this day. We were he was we were driving around. He was showing me around, and we pulled up. He showed me the school. So we get out of the car, and we walk into the school. For some reason, the school was open. I mean, it was on a weekend. The jan we saw a janitor in there, and we walk up to her. And my brother, I don't know if Chris, I don't know if you've met him or not. 
I have not. He's very diplomatic. Mm -hmm. He doesn't really say the wrong things. Uh, Unlike him. (laughs) Fair enough. So we walk up to the janitor, and he says to her, and I quote, is there anything to see? Oh. Now, what he meant by that was, is there some sort of memorial or some place where we can go and pay our respects. And remembrance or anything like that, yeah. She didn't take it that way. Now, she didn't blow up at us. Right. But she said, really, guys, to be honest, we just we just assume forget about it. Mm. But, you Makes know, I, I brought it up to him over the weekend, and he was like, yeah, I remember that. I did not, that did not come out right. No. Nah. But um, anyway, I didn't mean to depress anybody. No, you didn't. We had a good time. Yeah, I, like I said, I didn't know that was there, so. <clears throat> Everyone have a good week though. Besides uh, trips and all that, what else do we do this week? What is what has this past week been? Valentine's Day. Yeah, I don't care. About weekend. The well, yeah, I mean stuff. I just had like a basic week. I watched yeah, a lot of stuff, but that was pretty about basic. It. I finished uh, Narcos Mexico. Ooh, which is top notch. Is it really? So you're ready yeah. to take the uh, test on Mexican cartels? Yeah, I'm okay. legit. I'm caught up, um, and I learned uh, through. It's it's crazy how. They really do weave. I mean, they obviously weave. They and they have a thing that pops up when you first watch it, and it says this is this is based on true events. But of course, we're going to fictionalize some of the locations and people mm-hmm. and places. Yada yada yada. Yeah. But um, yeah, I learned about how basically the uh, I guess you could say the war on drugs started, and why why it is like it is or or was like it was between the um, Mexican government and the United States government, and it it's, yeah, it's the, the narcos. The shows are just fantastic on Netflix. They do they do a great job. I've heard good things. Yeah, they bang do up job. Um, I have not watched uh, people around me. My whole group of friends and family um, have watched the plain sight thing that you Abducted talked about. In plain oh, sight. Yeah. Yeah. oh, and, and when stupid, the wa- I like to call it stupidity in plain. When sight, my wife watched that's it, what it is. yeah, she was ticked. That's all. When my wife watched it. <laughs> It's fine, guys. Don't say your wife. Oh, don't don't do it. It's cool. Sorry. Let's it, just let's sorry. just sit here and be friends and talk. Look, I was but, out for a week. I'm but, kind of. But rusty. when she watched it, she was like, "I, I, I, I don't who, who uh, watched no, it? Nope, nope. You don't get that, John. You don't <laughs> get the, you don't get to fix that. <laughs> yeah. She was like, "Oh my goodness." So yeah. Have you in, seen it? Yeah. In defense of this family, <clears throat> which there's, it's hard don't, to it's don't hard. take that the way it sounds. Yeah. The, the 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 documentary doesn't really touch on this in a, a lot. They yeah. kind of oh. they it's sort of over here on the side. You know it's there, but they don't really dive into why or what may have motivated this family to be this way? tone deaf. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I and, and if and if anybody listening is offended, I do apologize. But I, I I wonder if it had anything to do with the centralized community family. That's base why I took it. That is the Mormon Church. Yeah, it's, that leads them to trust and be a little bit more naive. Granted, this was what thirty years ago. If yeah, the world more. was different. This obviously, is before even like <clears throat> in the Mormon Church, they had had a lot of reformations in the late seventies. Sure, and, so and, and there people, was there was a lot of taboo stuff like where if you did this, it was not good for the church. But the way it was with Catholicism back in the sure. day. Too. Oh, big word! I and like people, it. Right? I don't know if good. I, I don't know if people were very conscious of that type of. Yeah, evil. Right there, yeah. and there, were, there was a point in time where the, that kind of evil in the world, people just didn't. We weren't people weren't was, exposed to it. Yeah, when I was watching it, that was my first take on it. I was like, this feels like kind of like when uh, t- 
to give another example in Cold Blood, which is written by Truman Capote. If you ever saw the movie Capote, that's what it's based on. Uh-huh. Uh, but like a lot of people say that before that book came out, they just didn't realize that things like this could happen in the middle of America because yeah, the yeah. perception was, you know, of course, anyone who looks at world history, a lot of the biggest crime of those days was really centralized in major cities. So the farmlands, they always felt they were safe. And Salt Lake City is kind of in the same way. Like people just did not think like, wait, someone can come in and just take advantage of us in some way to abuse us and misuse our trust. But he's been part of our community. We go to church with him. He's always a nice guy. Yeah. We look look at it because I've seen all the Facebook posts and I'm right there with the shock and all that stuff. But we look at, we look at it through the lens of what we know today. Right. And I'm not yeah. defending their actions. I'm not even defending their naivete. But Oh I mean naivete. My, oh. my father, not to disclose I mean, not to disclose too much about my family, my father moved his him and his wife. I his his it's, wife. It's okay. Wife. It's okay. I, I out to Boo. Georgia. <laughs> they, they, my my mother and father grew up in California. They moved out to Georgia before I was born. But one Went of the down. reasons my dad has always told me that he did that was to get away from his family mm. because there were certain indiscretions that were kept in the family. No one went to the police family. We brush it under the rug. And my dad said, screw you guys. I'm out. I'm going home. <laughs> screw you guys. I'm, I'm leaving. Hey, that was a good way to because bring it all if back. you touch my wife or right. touch my kids in any type of way, I'm going to have to kill you. And I don't want to have to do that. Yeah. He had a, uh, so people, wife in there. so yeah. people, people think that, this is just some sort of, I mean, in my experience, in a lot of families, it's commonplace. It's yeah. Like, I think more people are private than not. Yeah. And that's why, like, you see, it, like, for instance, domestic violence and all that, it's usually a neighbor who's calling, right? Yeah. The police, because they're like, hey, yeah. Yeah. this is about to pop off. You should probably get over here before someone does something dumb. And if I didn't articulate um, that well, I'm yeah. sorry. But, I think um, you did well, John. Thanks, man. I think you did. Uh, the other thing, so I got around Welcome it. back. I kind of said that <laughs> I saw it a couple of weeks ago when it was getting a lot of hype. I finally actually did sit down and watch it. Ooh, Russian what? Doll yeah. on oh, Netflix. It's on my list. It's, it's legit, I think. I'll go on record say right now. That is the best Netflix show since since Stranger Things that I've seen. Like, that is a mm. great, fully realized show. <laughs> and it is, mm. is... First season or second season? It's the first season. Yeah. Well, I mean, Stranger Things is up there, but so yeah. is Ozark. Like, it's just, mm. I liked it. At first, I was I was worried because at first, at first I was worried. I was like, ah, this feels like it's going to be Groundhog's Day. And it's it's not Groundhog's Day at all, for those who are wondering. It it starts See, off. on Groundhog's the, Day. Yeah. Pong to Tony Phil. <laughs> first, first couple of episodes are really nice up, and you're like, okay, where's this going? And then it goes somewhere. And when it goes somewhere, you're like, Whoa, that was really well set up. I like I didn't even shows go quite somewhere. note this. I, too. Uh, I like when other things go somewhere. It, yeah. It's it's hard. It's one of those shows you don't want to give away a lot. So I would tell people, look, just it is is lives up to the hype. If you like things like that, if you especially if you like her uh, Natasha Leon from uh, Orange Is the New Black, yeah, she's been in a lot of things through the she years. She was in American so Pie. Even, she was in American Pie. Yeah. You can't even say what it's about other than. Uh, Russian the, dolls. Okay, no, no, no. The basic premise <laughs> is that the basic premise, or is that a metaphor for no, something? No. The basic premise is is that it starts on her birthday when she's turning thirty six, and basically the very first shot of the show. Anytime she dies, that's where she goes back to. And you're thinking, okay, is this going to be like I said? Is this going to be like Groundhog 
Groundhog's Day where it's just looping. It's a lot closer to something. Live, die, repeat. It's, it's very much closer to that. But even then, it's very different mm. where it goes. It takes place in... Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> what? What? No. what happens? Does it take place in Russia? No. Uh, What's the point of the Russian aren't, dolls? Aren't Russian dolls are little dolls that have layers? I think it's, so. It's what you call... Maybe that's what it's going for, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. It's, it's kind of... Maybe <clears throat> okay. you should watch it and you'll find out. Hey, you know what I did watch, too? And I just remembered it. Mm. Um, so the preview for this movie did not sell me. Okay. At all. Um, what sold me was my friend saying, hey, let's go watch it. And I went, oh, okay. Alita. I want to see that. Thanks Amazing. For Thanks for calling me. Go watch Alita. I'll go again. Yeah. Cool. It was. It was. Let's go. It was. It was so good. It's not 3D, is it? It's. I think you can watch it in not 3D. Yeah. If you go. <laughs> if you go to IMAX. I mean, if you go to IMAX, it's in 3D. But that's because it's produced by James Cameron. Do you see it in IMAX? No. I saw it in uh, Dolby Atmos <laughs> Theater Sound. It was amazing. It was that's my official Dolby Atmos. Oh, Atmos. Atmos. I'm actually Voice. happy because it's starting to pick up again. Where like there's movies I want to see. I've wanted to see that. Mm-hmm. Actually, surprisingly, because I promised Aaron I would, and it's gotten good reviews. The wrestling movie about Paige, like that, got 92 yeah. percent yeah, fresh see that ratings. Too. I want to see that too. Hmm? John. Oh, uh, fighting with my family. Yeah. Is what it's called. Oh, yes. With the Rock. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why I said the wrestling movie. Interestingly <laughs> enough, speaking of wrestling, uh, you're dumb. <laughs> my friend Adam got me to uh, subscribe for a, to a month free to the WWE Network. It's worth it, dude. Yeah. You're in. You're back in. It is so. It's the 1990s awesome. again for you. Do you do you <laughs> love Nitro? You can watch every episode yeah. of Nitro there ever was. Why yeah. would you do that when you can watch Raw's War? Nitro was always better at that time. Uh, Degeneration That's, X is yeah. going to the WWE Hall of Fame. Fun yes, fact. They should. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That, y'all got nothing on that, huh? Well, uh, I, man, break it down. <laughs> I watched. I like it. That's good. I watched the. I watched the classic fight of uh, Mankind and Undertaker on top of the steel oh, cage. Oh, the where he gets himself. thrown off the steel cage. And you're like. Everyone says the one where he gets thrown off into the table is the one everyone's like, but that's not the one. It's when he actually gets slammed through. That's not the one what? Like everyone like everyone thinks like the one that like he almost died, right? Yeah. He's he's got on record and he said like it's not when he went off the top of the cage onto the table. He's like, no, that's kind of normal for him. It hurts, but he can take that, right? But there's one late where I think he choke slams him. Undertaker choke slams him, and they didn't expect the screen on yeah. top to break. And he almost broke his back. They said, or something like uh, that, or like crushed well, his rib cage. The, the 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 chair falls on his face, yeah. and if you look after the fact, his tooth came out of his nose, <laughs> yeah. and it was just sat there dangling in his mustache. This is uh, man. Uh, if I didn't say it, it was Mick Foley. Yeah, you said, yeah, Mick Foley, um, the legend. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> Cactus Jack, if you will, and do just, love. <laughs> Cactus Jack. Bang, bang. Um, but yeah, that was... Mr. And Sokka. on top of that, on top of that, Undertaker had a broken foot for that match. Mm. So had he been standing on that spot when he slammed him through... He was going down, too. He was, <laughs> that would have been bad. But uh, I had nightmares about that one. But yeah. uh, uh, The other thing I watched this week, Tell finally me. got around, around to Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. I've got to get through... All of these, like he's gonna say, I, he look, don't like it. He's gonna be the one person in the world that hates it. Watch, I don't See, hate it. Told you, <laughs> but from a guy who follows the Academy Awards, I'm like, I see why this got nominated. I'm like, it's nominated because people really like Queen, and 
to be honest, like what it does very intelligently is that it's really just a two hour mixtape yeah. of, of Queen. Like literally the the live aid they pretty much almost show in full uh towards the back half of the movie there. Well if you um I think if you watch the Blu ray, I think it actually has they did the show the whole the whole Queen set. Yeah. But like as the movie cast, mm-hmm. they didn't show all that in the in the uh, no yeah. Movie. There's like one or two songs that got <clears throat> cut from uh, yeah. from the final cut. I want to watch it. I mean, it's not bad. I think like if you're a, <laughs> the thing I'll say I've said this is like I think he's really good when he's on stage. Like that's the part of the I give them a lot of credit is that they do capture Queen's live stage presence, but the rest of it. For one, it's not really an accurate take on Freddie Mercury. If like you see the way he's acting in private and all that, like everyone who's if you've looked at interviews of him or anything, he's not really the way they kind of cast him. They kind of make him more like Ellen John, which is really weird. But I mean, it's not bad. It's just it's kind of like, hey, if you're a Queen fan, you're going to like this. If not, I don't or think you, it's going. You might to, not if yeah. you're a Queen fan and you think you know stuff like you just pointed out. Yeah, maybe you don't like it. I don't know. Yeah, so, there is there is one big plot. Like thing that's completely not true that's in this movie. Well, pe- people, I don't. hate it when biopics, yeah, exaggerate. <laughs> they all do it. Oh yeah. yeah, to some extent. Yeah, it's very very rare. You think like, he's going to get his, an Oscar? Um, is his? Um, I think he's got a good shot just because Bradley Cooper's <clears throat> already got one, and he would probably be the other. What's he got one for? He's got one for American Sniper. Did he win for that? Yes. Um, did my voice go up like that? Though, it did, John. It did. It happened. Though I won't, I will say I won't be surprised. I think it's between him probably and and Christian Bale, because Christian Bale's gotten a lot of praise for, for Vice. For Vice, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, he, yeah. which he is was, still the one performance. Like at the end of that movie, creeped me out because I was like, man, that's Dick Cheney right there. <laughs> yeah, he gets to be Dick Cheney. Mm. It's just, rah. I love a good Dick Cheney. <laughs> yeah, he was. A, yeah, Richard Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, but. You know, it's not uh, it's not anything that wowed me, but it's not. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not great. I was like, well, it's kind of like like our intro. I was kind of like today. This was top notch. I was like, well, that's the last. uh, (laughs) If that's the last Brian Singer movie that's ever made, Uh, then I guess okay, good for you. You went out on top. I haven't heard much about him lately. He just had something canceled because of everything, his controversies and all that. He's got a lot of controversies right now. Oh. He's not having there. Will, let's just say he will not Little be boys. directing uh, the next X Men film. <laughs> Speak. I did see what I forget the name of the the next X Men film, but it looked Dark Phoenix. It, that thing looked good, man. <laughs> if I recall, <laughs> I'm trying to think what happened to it. If it came out or not, wasn't there also? It's another, not out. There's another X Men movie, or like at least mutant world based movie that was supposed to be like a horror film of young mutants in an asylum that are trying to be cured and all that, and it's treated like a horror film. I remember seeing the trailers for it last year. You're watching and I way have, too much porn. Yeah, dude. I have not seen anything <laughs> since. Your your X Men was something totally different. <laughs> Triple X Men. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, that's that. That's they all call it Beast. Why do they all call it that? <laughs> I don't understand. It's not even blue. That, that's not a Cyclops, or is it? It's got one eye. <laughs> I did rewatch uh, Deadpool 2's on um, on HBO Go now. Yeah, and I had to rewatch that just for the part where. <laughs> have you guys both seen it? Mm. 
when he's fighting. I have, I uh, have when he's fighting Juggernaut, and he goes, "Hey, big guy, sun's getting low." <laughs> oh, I didn't. I never made that connection because uh, I saw uh, Avengers Avengers two mm-hmm. one time, and, uh, and then I watched it on the plane uh, last weekend. I'm like, I haven't seen this in a long time. Oh, that's the one they tend to forget out of all of them. If you guys, you guys might have missed this because I did. Uh, also on the plane, um, I watched Overlord. The um, zombie one that's like uh, World War Two, quote unquote zombies. But that's I wouldn't. But produced I produced really, by JJ, right? Yeah, yeah. I totally missed that one. Yeah, it's uh, it's like they're on a, a mission in World War Two around the Normandy invasion, and then and they go into a French village, and the Nazis are experimenting on the villagers. So as good. they do, it is so. Do you gobble good. up World War Two stuff like I do? I I like World War Two. The, I just like reviewing the history and the stories that came out of it. And yeah. It just fascinates the bejesus out of me, John. <laughs> yeah. Very interesting part. It's crazy. The world, Chris, was at war. Was at war. <laughs> but, definitely, but definitely check that out if you haven't seen it. I, I, Word. Where is it, where is it at? On Netflix? or uh, No, it's not on Netflix. It's not on Netflix. <clears throat> uh, I don't think it's on any streaming services unless you buy it. Right now, but you can rent Boo. it. You can rent. <laughs> uh, I'm actually planning to buy it at some point. It was a, you can, it was brilliant. You can also rent A Star Is Born now. It's it's out. There. I don't want to see that movie at all. I'm gonna have to watch it. Yeah, I, I, wanted, I wanted to see it, but just that was the one of those movies. I'm like, I'm not going to the theater. By Do myself. the uh, <laughs> why does the I'm just it would have been weird. <laughs> you went to see La La Land in the theater. That's right. That's different. That's a drama. No, it's <laughs> a, a musical. Hardcore. That's a Damien. They sang in it. <laughs> <laughs> One didn't have late. I love Ryan Gosling, okay? I love Lady Gaga. <laughs> Go watch it for me. I will. Thank you. I'm I saw John Wick 2. What? Oh, Finally? Really? Way to join like us. Three years late. But hey, John Wick 3 is almost out, huh? Yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. So is Captain Marvel. Yeah. I just want to say that. I want to say that every week. Dude, dude. I hope the movie dude. is better. I don't like Brie Larson. I'm just oh. sorry. I just don't and, like and her. To go to the thing. Go to Tommy. You didn't like her in... Uh, Scott Pilgrim saves the world. She was the girl, the ex-girlfriend. Really? Yeah. You didn't like her like when you looked at her. You didn't like Room. <laughs> I don't want to get into it, and you guys don't want me to get into it. No. Oh, oh, that we we do we we do, but we know that's it a Zaxby's talk. She's up there with old J.K. <laughs> Rowling, huh? <laughs> oh, because of what she did to uh, what's her what's his face when he won. Your favorite people, John. He's a huge Casey Affleck <laughs> fan, apparently. Am I now? <laughs> Isn't that where it all started? Um, um, yeah, man. It's time. Is it time? It is. Let's do this. Okay. I'm like three fourths through this energy drink. <laughs> we didn't uh, talk about the NBA. I'm buzzing, All-Star. Chris. <laughs> it was like 170 to 140. I'm we didn't excited. talk about NBA All Star Saturday night. Then. I'm excited Boo. to hear this. A I'm dunk really on excited Shaq. to hear this. He didn't dunk on Shaq. He dunked over Shaq. He did not push though. Like, he literally, if you watch it, he did not push up. He just kind of had his hand on his back for stability. What are you talking about? When he dunked on Shaq. He didn't dunk on Shaq. Like, literally, Shaq was there, and then he went over Shaq. Shaq agreed to it. Yeah. Shaq didn't Shaq him up. You're you're kind of taking the wrong interpretation. You mean the literal interpretation. Like, like literally, here was Shaq, and he went like this. Well, in basketball, when you say you dunked on somebody, that could mean that now you've posterized them, and that is not the case of what happened at all. Because, what was it? Dennis Smith dunked on J. Cole. 
And and then the other he's guy, named, from, he's, not, he's doing some crazy stuff now. And then the uh, dude from Atlanta apparently tried to dunk on a plane, and that didn't go well. Like kicked it. Snakes on a plane. <laughs> it was like a Samuel L. Jackson Wright brothers plane. It was really weird. See John the Wright brothers. Can I tell you, my brother has two little girls. Yeah, adorable. Yeah. So his pivot. movie, his movie collection. <laughs> no, no, it's not a pivot. It's not a pivot. His movie collection is Frozen, Tangled, Monsters, Inc., Disney Princess, this, Disney yeah, yeah, Princess, yeah. this, Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> That's fine. He loves that movie. <laughs> I've never seen it. Fun fact. Great, terrible movie. It's a yeah. great, terrible I love movie. great, terrible movies, right? Yeah. Actually, the story goes. Oh, man. They asked. Go ahead. No. Whatever. No, go ahead. They I, actually asked. When they were asking Samuel L. Jackson to do the movie, mm-hmm. the story goes, he goes, what is it, MFR? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they go, well, it's about this, and it's basically about snakes on a plane. He goes, I'll tell you what, you call it snakes on a plane, I'll yeah, do the movie. That was the working title. Yeah. And then he basically said, you keep it. Sometimes working titles are better than it's the actual like, titles. It's like, you give me a purple lightsaber, I'll be in your movie. Like Project Scorpio, <laughs> way better than Xbox One X to me. What's it called now? Project something is Durango? the new one. No, Durango was 360. Right? Yeah, it's not Brazil. What was Project Switch? <laughs> dolphin B- dolphin no, it was no 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 that was gamecube it was called something cool like that for real they yeah. had something because <clears throat> yeah everyone project. always does that same thing where they, Man, get they used called to the it that for name. two years and i can't remember what they called it yeah they they do the project name for like two years and everyone's like they should just keep the project name they never keep the they never do name. but they should they should not for switch <laughs> switch is way switch better has been magical hey dude the Nintendo Direct was magical. Oh, gosh. We'll get to that. You can't talk about that yet. Uh, That's in the future. It happened. The future. There's a barrier right now. It doesn't exist right now. In the future. Well, I'm excited to hear about this topic. Are you? I am. Okay. We got to talk. Wait. We do? What are we covering today? <laughs> We're doing Far Cry, right? Oh, shoot. <laughs> topic time, 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 time. The topic is... Tell me. Yeah. Well, it's not Far Cry. No. And Even though that's uh, out. That came out. It's not yet Metro. <clears throat> I don't know if... You and it's never going to be Crackdown 3. <laughs> <laughs> that's on Xbox Game Pass, Chris. <laughs> Did you know that? <laughs> Fun fact. Mm. Mm. No, it is. Uh, we teased this up last week. Yeah, we did. Just the tip. Apex, <laughs> Apex Legends by Dude, Respawn. Out, out of Game nowhere, no right? No one knew it was coming. Game of the year! <laughs> it, is, it is a 90 Metacritic <clears throat> score, as in must play. Yes, that right? man, that's what they say. So you, you sit there and you go, okay, this thing came out. And you got friends, all of a sudden you see start playing it on your PlayStation or your Xbox. And you go... Well, I heard it on uh, Weekly Games Chat. Maybe I should check it out. You download it. It's free. Mm. And then all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. after your tutorial session, loot box. (laughs) You're in a world. In a world. And you're like, I know this world, but I don't know this world. Because you see those big, tall, green things in the back. (laughs) And you're like, those were in Titanfall. Right? In the back. I never Um, got to shoot them. (laughs) And then then you, you, you enter a world of a world of battle royaleness. Mm. That's it's unique, but it's the not likes of which we've never. But seen. we have. It's so weird. I got to sneeze, and I'm holding it. It's gotta, like it's this is weird and stuff. The best. <laughs> <laughs> I really feel like 
Sometimes people, I wish they could see what we did. Right. People sometimes forget, I think, with Respawn, just because of the fact that Titanfall started out as an Xbox exclusive and the fact that they were they left Activision and all that kind of stuff. Well, got forced out of Activision. That like These dudes that are running this studio, they're the same dudes that invented a formula that is still selling tons of games every year through Call of Duty. Like All that is the people at this studio, and yeah. it shows. And it's because <laughs> they've done something that... Versus like what it feels like with dice and what we've seen for the battlefield eventual um, battle royale that's supposed to be coming, supposed to be coming. It's like they stepped back and they didn't just say, "Let's figure out how to make this work in Titanfall." They said, "What is John's every <laughs> what's what's every battle royale out there right now doing?" And then also, what are shooters in general doing right now? And was successful? What Dude, is put working? your hands down. And how can we bring them together and fuse it into something that works in our universe? Because, yeah. you know, like some people are going like, wait, it's Titanfall, but there's no Titans. And that's within five minutes of playing this game. You don't care. You just don't at all. Which yeah. is something if you told me in the original Titanfall, there was not going to be Titans. I would have been like, eh, OK. And I would have moved on. Right. Well, I think what really helps is, is um, it, it's not. There's, it's not called Titanfall Legends. It's not called Titanfall anything. It's not no. called Apex Titanfall. Nothing to do with Titans. So if you go in with the knowledge that yeah, this is the same. These are this is the exact same game. These are the same yeah uh, same studio. All that stuff. You like Chris said. You quickly go. It doesn't. It does not matter. Mm. The uh, you go through that training session like I mentioned, and and then you just you're immediately having fun and and things make sense. And I don't I don't know how to explain that any better way. It's no, it's 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 to me. It's the current. I think that it's the current must play battle royale. I just gave John a yeah, John the old guzzle mouth that you guys just heard. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's all good. Um, yeah, it's good stuff, man. And it looks great. It uh, really it does. does. It does look great. Um, it when you played on PS4, it's one of those games that definitely turns on the turbo. <laughs> uh, jet engine version of your. What have you PS4. been playing it on, by the way? Uh, I've been playing a mix of both Xbox and PS4. Uh, to be true, because of like crossplay, I would like to play it more, right? Mm-hmm. But of course, I had to start pivoting to what we're talking about next week, and then of course, you already this, bought it. This is the one thing. It? This is the yeah. one thing that sucks is that I'm like pivoting to that, right? And then this free game that no one saw coming. Comes out and is the greatest thing of the year so far, and like I've got to go through this, then I got to go through Anthem, then I got to go through freaking. Uh, well, Anthem. no, then then I get like a break. Dude, then, I'm nervous about Anthem sidetrack. Go ahead. I'm not. I played it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, I you know then Division and Secro Shadows died twice. Like there is a lot of stuff. So I go crap. When the hell. When the hell am I going to play this? And unlike. Wait a minute. Some people who uh, some people who want to yeah. like balance yeah. between the two things, right? Like my balance game is NBA 2K, as you know. Like I've I've committed. I play a game a day. You guys saw me when I was playing my game earlier. So mm-hmm. it's hard to find time for me to play this. But I've definitely every time I've picked it up, I've been very much impressed uh, for about the ten hours. I've so can you, um, Sean? You can say obviously what you were going to say, but I'd love to know what's the premise. And why is it called Apex? So your the Legends part comes from uh, a really cool way that they've allowed you to 
to kind of be the person you are. Like if going back to like PUBG, you created this this person that looked possibly like an office worker with a helmet, just looked kind of crazy and ragtag because you were in this like crazy fight, right? You're about to go down. You could run around barefooted if you want to. Uh, Fortnite does the thing where you have these characters mm-hmm. that they have and, and you kind of pick them and you can buy their skins and they're kind of more uh, – Fantasy, whimsical-ish. I don't know how to describe Much them. more. Yeah. You, you know the, the the Fortnite players, the way mm-hmm. they look, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's some, some of them running around with like uh, crazy sparkly stuff on and all that. Um, the some Call of Duty Blackout. Um, it just it, feels like Call of Duty. It feels really. like Call of Duty. It's got characters from the Call of Duty game that if you play like the zombies or you play the multiplayer, you kind of get to know them. And this kind of introduces, at least for me, Chris, um, it did something kind of like, like um, Overwatch did. Yeah, where it, oh yeah, that's, that that's what it's doing. It's doing it, hero shooter. It's got a, it's got these heroes that have these special abilities, and all the other games I just named, none of that is the case. The, no. the, the, the people you play with, everybody has the same weapons. Everybody has the same things. Correct. It's kind of like an even kill when it comes to that. It's really all those other games primarily are just based on what loot are you finding and how does it help you, and then yeah. and then as far as teamwork, it's just how well can you coordinate right. versus this. This, it's so important, much like Overwatch. Like, when you get those teams together where they figure out what are the best combinations of players to work with uh, as far as characters and, um, you know, how to build up certain abilities, it gives you an advantage where if you're executing and playing each character the way they should be played, it gives you an advantage. Yeah, like, it's, it's really hard to defeat someone if you're just coming in just trying to shoot and run and gun. Yeah. Like, this is not that game necessarily, depending on what character you're using. So there's there's eight characters you choose from. Six at the start. Six at the start and two that you can purchase. Um, Chris did mention it's a loot boxy kind of feel to it. Which is also Overwatch. It's, yeah, it's also Overwatch. And, and you don't, again, you don't have to buy anything. You, no. you can literally earn anything you want to to get the the two characters that aren't initially unlocked. Yeah. Um, I've had, I haven't bought them. I don't know if you did. I, the only person I know who's had enough that they could go out there and buy them through earning it was Jeff. Like, Jeff said he hasn't bought it, but he was like, yeah, I got enough to get them. Yeah. I'm sure Tate's got them. Uh, yeah. Tate. yeah. I think, I think I don't know if they either bought them or has them. But, uh, yeah. so, but each one of those characters present a different set of skills. Chris mentioned that um, they have specials that are building up. Yeah. No other game that is a current um, uh, style of this game. They do not have specials. Um, they have almost like subspecials too. Like is the, that like a special move or something? Yeah. When I say special, think about an ultimate so, move or a special move that you do. So for Give an example. Yeah, yeah, the one I've been using the most, because I always go towards the healers, is Lifeline. Yeah. Um, Lifeline, her passive ability is that she will, I believe, heal herself over time, like very slowly. Uh, but her main first, like just any moment, like about every minute or so, you can two minutes, whatever it is, you can call down a heal bot. So it just drops it and then it'll heal you. Anyone else walks up to it, they can heal. And then she gets an ultimate ability where it takes very long time to build this up unless you're doing certain things to speed it up. And that's part of the strategy Uh, where when it, it will drop down, you can call in a drop pod that will have very, very good gear. A lot of the time, at least, I would say a lot of purple stuff on there, sometimes even up to gold. Yeah. Uh, which, like, it's just very vital because you can power up your team very quickly in a support way. Um, was it? Like uh, the Wraith one, She she's more of an offensive character. So she has a special where she can do, like, kind of a quick 
uh, teleportation, like move across the screen where you can't be seen type thing, right? And then her ultimate is that she can open up portals that her whole entire team can go through. So on one hand, her main, like every minute or so ability allows her to quickly move forward and get into position to do offensive attacks. But she's also good where if people are getting pinned down, she can get you out of a, a pretty tough situation through her portal ability or, or like get people into position all at once without people detecting them uh, for the main attack that you're about to go do. And, and as Chris mentioned, the, the first one he talked about lifeline, she would be considered mm. more like a, a healer, a healer. She, like yeah. her symbol next to her when you're selecting her is almost like a, a blue, uh, not a blue cross, a red cross kind of cross. It's a healer. The other one is an offensive player, and they have her, her little icon is like three bullets. Yeah. That indicates that you're offensive. Uh, there's also a, a quote-unquote tank type character that will protect you. Um, his One of his um, – so each character Chris mentioned has a passive ability that's going to happen without you doing anything. They have a smaller ability. He mentioned on Lifeline it's the little bot that comes in, and mm. uh, and then the, the main one was the thing he calls down. Well, um, on the, the tank, his, his little passive one is a bubble. It's a protective bubble yeah, shield. that protects you. So imagine like one of your teammates go down and you want to heal them. It's great to pop that protective bubble. Um, it, you Destiny players, think think like the bubble that the Titan used to call in. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that, that does that. And then his main is a uh, barrage of missiles that he can yeah. kind of, at any like when he builds it up, he can say, I want those missiles to go there because I want, you know, I need to protect my team and maybe be very... I definitely, uh, yeah. I definitely think if you're someone who is new to these kind of games, um, he would be the one I would suggest starting out to people because he's pretty. You know, he doesn't require a lot. Like a lot of his stuff is common sense as to what you should do. Like, oh, we're being shot at. I should drop that shield now, huh? Yeah. yeah. And then like his passive ability <clears throat> is basically whenever he aims down the sights of a gun, uh, a little shield comes up in front of him like on his gun. So it's a little bit harder to hit him straight off. A little off bit more protective. Yeah. yeah. So is this a team of three 20 teams in the, in the yes. arena? Yeah. Yes. That's the thing that a lot of people may go, huh, what if I just want to run solo? What if I want to run duos like some of the game modes the, the other games offer? What if I want to run my a quads? A lot of them have four players. The three-player thing I think works tremendously. They said they did a lot of tests, and that was the best balance, though – yeah, there was a leak today that came out uh, that I saw before we recorded that basically said that there's a leak that solo and duos are coming, which makes sense. It's like if you're if you're Apex or, or I'm sorry, respawn, you want to sell people this is the best way to play this game, but then eventually you do want to start to be like, well, you know, why not do duos, right? Do because, duos, yeah, yeah. <laughs> thirty teams versus twenty teams. Do duos, uh, solo. I don't, I'm not sure how that's going to go. It'll probably be. I mean, it seems good on paper, but I don't think that's why people are going to play this game. I'll tell you, if I've gone in by myself to play, uh, if I've queued up to play and, and just two random people come in, right? I've had tremendous success in communicating Agreed. with them. Tell with me about or, the ping fe- feature. Yeah. With or yes. without headsets, right? With or without communication. The mm. way the system works is you're able to ping, um, and that means call out um, not only enemies, but uh, loot boxes, items, Markers, you can say, let's go that way. The other players are able to respond to that by also mm-hmm. hovering over the ping and saying, okay, copy that, those kind of things. And it's a very 
um, just really simple way, but very it works. It works. It's, it's, it's all yeah, tied. It's very to, intuitive. It's, it, it's great. It's all tied to one button. That's why it works well. Like there are ping features in other games, but usually it requires like a couple of movements to make it happen. This was like no, 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 no. We're gonna just in you know because if you think about, it, they could have made R one another ability. That's kind of like what it would be if it was a. If we were talking like something like Overwatch, that would be an ability. And so they're like, no, no, no. R1 has one purpose, and that's for pinging. It's just that there are very different variations you can do based on how you press it and how you, you know, what combination you're doing it. And and after you, to their credit, as soon as you go through the tutorial, it instantly clicks. It's yeah. not something that is very com- complicated to grasp. Versus like every time I go back to Fortnite, I'm like, wait, how man? How do I set a mark on this map again? It's a little, it's a little, yeah, it's a little, know. it's a little different. And, and I, the, the, the t- tutorial at first, I, I was like, I got to go through a tutorial. Come on. I'll play these kind of games. Exactly. But it, it, it's, it's perfect. You need that tutorial and then you're, you're good to go. Plus it has that dummy joke in it, which is hilarious. <laughs> the, uh, the map itself, um, is absolutely to me fabulous. It's got. Is it one map right now? It, it's one really yeah. kind of big map. It's okay. got a lot of depth to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lot of ways to traverse it. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, they have these ropes um, that they're hanging all over the map. Um, sometimes you can slide across the map depending on if it's that's, hung from one structure to another. That's why I like is like for instance when you're in the desert, you'll have these very high dunes, right? And they're complemented by very low areas. Uh, right afterwards and you can jump and slide or start running and then just go into a slide like you're kind of going to a crouch position but instead you'll just start sliding down and you'll get speed by doing this down the hill so it's a good way to get across the map quickly yeah uh, once you learn the mechanics and then even like little things also where you run faster by putting away your weapons and it's not a big deal to do so and it's very easy to get them right back as soon as you do so it's Everything, as far as the way the controls are laid out, just feels like someone really thought about this and made sure that... It's not an overload. Yeah, someone who is coming in, while they might not have the strategy in, I I think you could be with a friend and you would not have a problem. Like, you could run with us and between all of our friends, they would easily be able to communicate anything. You're like, wait, what do I do again? And you'd be like, oh, it's that simple. Yeah, what I like about the game, too, is a lot during the load screens... You know, game pop up the the tips like any, almost any game you play that has a load screen pops up a tip. Hey, don't forget about doing this or when you do this mission, do this. <clears throat> the tips that the, this game gives you are, are very just a tip. Yeah, they're, they're, first of all, it's just a tip, and they're they're not overloading you again on any kind of crazy information. One of the main ones is, hey, when you're running, holster your weapon. You'll run faster, mm-hmm. and by golly, John, when you do that, you really do run faster, and you don't forget that. Um, you run like Tom Cruise when it's a Mission Impossible. <laughs> That's fast. The, very, uh, or not very, but earlier on you mentioned the, uh, you said purple and gold when you were talking about the type of items. Yeah. Um, that system is a very familiar system to any of the games that are like this too. But even then it builds on it yeah. in a way that I think is is intelligent. Like just the fact that, <clears throat> for instance, uh, what are they called? The ultimate um, accelerators. Yeah. And just like. So the idea of those ultimate abilities is that, you know, they take about five minutes or so, I would say. To fully charge. To fully charge. But you can find these things called ultimate accelerators 
that increase that time or decrease the time period. And even then there's a rating system. So you just have a basic one that will kind of like, so maybe like 25% faster versus say, if you were to find a gold one, which would be top tier, which is going to be pretty much instantaneous. Yeah. Um, and even like you start to see like, Oh, there's strategy to this. Like for instance, uh, I don't know how it was with your group. Whenever I was playing Jeff and them, they would always be having me pick those up because they knew I could call in, uh, the drop ship and all that. And therefore it would give them the potential to get some great gear right there. Yeah. Um, Is Jeff liking it more? Oh, Jeff loves the, this game. It, all of our players that play it and have played the other games, mm. we are all playing this game. We love this game. Yeah. yeah. When I first at Jeff was playing it a couple of weeks ago when he was guesting on our show. Mm-hmm. Is that a word, guesting? Yeah, it is. Now. I, asked him, that much. I asked him that day at, at work. I said, so how do you like it? And his response was, and I quote, meh. Yeah. So it's interesting that, you know, <clears throat> another it, cool thing. Changed, yeah, so. another cool thing this mm-hmm. game does um, is around the area, there are these uh, these these objects that have like this glowing green around them. Yeah. And those are, in the other games, when you die and your teammates don't get to you, <clears throat> you're done. Sure. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. You're done. In this game, if you die, you get knocked down, you die, and uh, you have a box of all your goods that are there. Your team can come over to you because an icon uh, icon shows up on their screen and grab, um, I don't know what's a good word. The banner? It's your banner. It's you. Mm-hmm. And if they can run to that machine-looking thing with the green glowy thing, you can get called back into the match. Oh, nice. Yes. That's super cool. So I think there's a time limit on how long you can do it because Jeff had one time where it looked like he was picking me up and then it didn't oh, yeah, no, your banner, just like uh, the, the revive, you have yeah. a counter going around you. Mm-hmm. And I think you got about 90 seconds or something yeah. to get your people up. Um, so that's, that's a very cool thing. Can you me. have three medics on a team or do you need to disperse? Uh, it uh, is one of those games where much like how overwatch has ended up doing it outside of a couple of modes where pretty much it's one hero can be played per team. So we can't run as a team of lifelines. Someone can be lifeline. So if you go in solo, it pairs you with like differentiating yeah. characteristics. Oh, so, so when you, when you go in and, um, you're at your start screen. Mm-hmm. It does a automatic random who gets to pick what character first. I think so, it's like what, like whoever is the last pick is the jump master versus whoever's first pick. Mm-mm. I thought that's how it worked. I, I thought it master. was too, but I've been the second pick before and I've been the jump master. Okay, so maybe so, it's just not. And the I've been first the jump pick. master like seven times in a row. It's I think it's all just. I do always, we say RNG? That doesn't fit, but yeah. it's all. I it's always, all it's all random. I always I always give up the jump. So master. you so you start at this screen and you know your pick order. So if I'm first, it'll say. My screen name picks first. If Chris is third, he'll be last. And then I could pick the character you want. So it's good to kind of be familiar with the different characters. Yeah. And then after that screen, you go to the the classic, okay, we have to jump in this map screen. Mm-hmm. It's very cool because somebody on your team is designated as the jump master. Yes. So um, your teammates can pull up the map as you're loading in and recommend where you want to jump. And as a jump master, you can go, okay, cool. Or you can be a, a Richard and jump where you want to. By the way, right? how is it that no other games seem to figure out the brilliance of like, hey, yeah. we'll let people, when they first come out of the plane, when you're playing a team-based game, jump together. Yeah. Like, so... You're connected. The jump master yeah. jumps, and the three of you are on the jump master. Like, you can break away, and that's fine. And actually, you can get to the ground quicker by doing that. But I just find it... It, it makes a lot of sense that you give that option to people. Because the other, it's like, yeah, the other games, John, you, you, know. you jump willy-nilly. You, 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 yeah. you, you may talk about we want to jump there. Well, somebody gets a little like um, 
antsy, so they jump and they're gone. And you're like, well, are we jumping? Uh, okay, I'm jumping. And then the third person jumps or the fourth person jumps. And before you know it, you're spread out. This mm-hmm. game, you jump together, you can land together, mm-hmm. and you can start searching for things together. Or just like even the fact before you jump, like the jump master, he'll come out and say like, hey, I think we should go here. Like he'll set a ping on the map. And the other players can go ahead and they don't even have to say anything. They can just point towards it and again use that ping feature and say say, yeah that sounds good or they can say i I think we should go here instead so you can kind of communicate whatever like and this is the brilliance like a great you can tell when a great multiplayer game is being made it's the ability to communicate with other people without having to actually say something like that's what people loved about journey journey the only thing you could do was chirp at people and jump up and down but between those two movements and the way the gameplay actually was most people could communicate what they were trying to do to each other where it just made sense. And this is probably one of the, if not the best example I've seen in a multiplayer shooter so far of being able to communicate with a team without really having to have a microphone or just like go through so many complicated yeah. command systems I, to make it. I can't tell parent. you, I really can't reiterate enough how awesome it is to load up. My friends either are already in matches together Mm-hmm. Um, or no one's on, and I play with two random people, and we communicate perfectly, flawlessly. Yeah. So this might not matter to a lot of people, and that's fine. Um, <laughs> bare bones. Is there a bare bones story to it? it the, it's it's twenty years you, after Titanfall two. What's the point of all this? The idea what are you guys fighting each other for the idea of this is that it's in the Titanfall universe, but basically. You can go online and read this if you want. The intro to the game also gives you a very, very small what you are and why you're there thing. Basically, the idea is that this is kind of like a blood sport arena contest that like is very popular in that galaxy. And, you know, these are the legends, right? These are like the biggest ones, the heroes that everyone always wants to watch. So, I mean, it's just kind of like a a sport contest for that world or that universe. It's not necessarily like there's some big bad or anything going on because you you don't play these games for a story, right? If you want to do that, go play. Hopefully someday Titanfall 3 will come out and we'll get another uh, story for that. But here it's, it's just kind of like I wonder if they're going to do something. And I hope they rip, you know, they've taken so much from Overwatch in this game. I do hope that Activision... Or I'm sorry, EA goes like, hey, let's kind of try to do what Overwatch does, which is, sure, in the game itself, there's not a lot of narrative outside of looking at the map, and you can kind of see certain things. But let's build a world as we introduce more characters and, and give them some more personality so we understand who they are. I know they've like re- released a couple of details, like you put the news on there last week. There's apparently someone who's part of the LBG. Two other characters yeah, on there. LBGTQ, I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. Uh, community, I would like to see that. Like, I want something like how when um, they did Wilson on yeah. uh, on freaking Overwatch, and you're like, oh wow, this is really cool because you're just thinking monkey that runs around and but there's a lot more like, to it. Yeah, there's like an actual backstory. Like that's where I hope they go with this. Because because Chris, you brought up you brought up that the character, um, like the voices and mm-hmm. and the little tidbits of of jokes and things they say as you're playing. They're really, really cool. The robot is one of my favorite ones. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's not the, like, it's really weird because I think he's the weakest of the characters. Yeah, like, but he's just so funny. Yeah. He's like, I'm sorry, I had to kill you. Or as you're playing, the the game is, there's an announcer constantly announcing who the 
um, the who, champion, the is, champion right. is, which means you have the most kills in the current round. And yeah, and then uh, so if the champion falls and you have the robot on your team, he goes, "Wow, that champion must have been not yeah. very good." Or so. it's just funny stuff like that, and it's in that robot e voice, and you you find yourself laughing. It's 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 good stuff. So, where do you guys see this game existing in a world dominated by Fortnite? Oh, I think well. I think it's already at least gone through its first push, mm-hmm. right? Um, it, <laughs> I knew it was really big when I got to last Friday, right? So last Friday was the kickoff of the Overwatch League. And anyone who watches Twitch, usually when you get these mainstay esports, right, and they're having a kickoff or a big event, that's usually what's the most watched. Not because it's like a streamer that you're watching, right, but because it's a sports broadcast to put in perspective so you know everyone who wants to watch overwatch is watching this one thing right now they don't care about streamers they care about the competitive league yeah despite the fact it was the middle of that and two big teams were playing at the time apex was still the most watched thing on on twitch at that moment and let me add another anecdotal tidbit um, if you go to the wiki page and you look at reception, um, on the very bottom, it says, um, by Friday, February 8, 2019, EA had seen its largest growth in stock value since 2014 on the basis of Apex Legends sudden mm-hmm. success. Again, it's a, it's, it's out the gate. It's hot right now. Um, you ask where I see it going. Yeah. I think it's a mainstay. I don't think it's going anywhere. I think it's the next big one. I think like, I think it feels like the next big one. Yeah. I don't think that Fortnite is just going to go away. No. Um. If if I, there were four of them, and there's a PUBG, there's a Fortnite, there's the blackout mode from Call mm. of Duty, and there's this. I think they all exist. Mm. Um. I don't think that the Call of Duty people and the team behind them are are anticipating blackout or that game going anywhere, which is fair. Fortnite's going to keep doing its thing, and it's going to have its fan base. PUBG, believe it or not, still has a fan base. People still play that game. And most popular game on PC. And now we Apex Legends is here, and they're going to have their group. How much money have you guys spent on this game? Zero dollars so far. Uh, what do you I, think when about I played that long on, term? When I played on Xbox, uh, I got a free $10 because I was in EA Access. So okay. they're like, hey. Here's 10 bucks. Yeah, yeah, you pay us money already. I, I'll probably spend, um, when they're think- right now I didn't see anything in the stores that I had to have. Mm-hmm. Um, out of the four games, Fortnite's the one I've spent the most money on because there were cool skins and weapons and things that I. And just you can re- actually see yourself in those skins. Yeah, yeah. In this game, you're the the things you unlock are like um, quibs that when you're about to. Oh, you can also do kills. It's, it's very much like Overwatch in the sense that like you have uh, things that they say whenever they're taunting. Yeah. Right. They have banners that post whenever they win that are unique. Uh, of course, they have Weapon custom skins, outfits, custom yeah, outfits, you know, all that kind of stuff. It, it's very much closer to Overwatch than how Fortnite is. And to the point in the store, right? Sure, like uh, Overwatch really doesn't have where you can buy a particular skin just straight up for the store. But you can tell they're kind of going more to that design of they would rather you buy the loot boxes because the loot boxes themselves are only 100 credits per box, right? Versus when... Um, you go to the store and it's to buy a, a skin that's just being available right there. It's way more expensive than uh, what you would probably spend on something like Fortnite. But what's like, it give you that like somebody opined that the, 
Fortnite will continue to be the cash cow because when you buy things mm-hmm. in Fortnite, you can see them. You can you can yeah. see them on screen. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. And you can enjoy them on screen. Yeah. Sure. In but a first person perspective, you get you know you might see them diving towards the earth in the outfit you buy. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you see the guns can, you pick and, up, and that can hurt. Yeah. The revenue going forward, <clears throat> I, I can so it doesn't it. really matter how many people are playing when you're not generating the revenue to demonstrate that that many people are playing. I would argue against that because if they're smart, <clears throat> and I have to imagine they've looked at the formula and they know this works. Like I said, I think they're going like Overwatch. Overwatch is also primarily outside of like two characters. It's primarily a uh, first person game. Right. Correct, yeah. And the way you do that is, again, kind of like how Fortnite does and all these other ones. You have seasons. You have limited things that are only available for a certain time. And it, I'll tell you this. People do not care. Like, that is the appeal of it is to have something someone else does. And I'll tell you, you know, sure, they might not see themselves as they're going around doing it. Right. It doesn't matter because the fact of the matter is they know. If they beat someone and someone sees their banner or whatever on there or their character that's got this custom skin that yeah. only 5% has or the fact that you when, see they get, when you get killed, like you look over and the person you kill, you're like, whoa, that has a cool outfit on that guy. What is that? Where do I get that? Like, that's how these games work. Yeah. But, you know, I, I see your point, but yeah. Overwatch came out a good six months before Battle Royale was in the conversation. It sure. developed the fan base. It developed the following. So I mean I would as a caveat to that I would say that there's exceptions and and Overwatch not is not necessarily competing in the battle royale space. No, 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 but they they understand how that works. Mm-hmm. My point is like it's about making money yeah. and that game has consistently made money. I think that's Any what reports going that we've here. seen on money generation for Apex yet? Not yet. No, but okay. I'm sure it's doing. I do want to see that. <laughs> I see it's funny cuz I I mean like I always just see both points, I see both sides. Um, it's not like Fortnite on the custom skins. I, we're going to beat that to yeah, death, of course. Yeah. But it works in Apex Legends. Yeah. Okay. When you pick up your gun that you've got a skin unlocked on, or you see your banner on the load screen, um, or you've unlocked this new thing that he says when you're about to do a, uh, what's it called when you you knock somebody down? Oh, those finishers or whatever? It's got finishers, too. Yeah. We didn't bring that up. So you can say really cool things right before that happens. Yeah. So you you do see it, though not as prevalent as like your Fortnite guys running no. around. People... Ne- People in the end, like I said, I think once they start rolling out seasons and doing that, like they're calling this preseason right now. Yeah. Uh, once they start doing that, you're going to see people are gullible and they, they like to spend money to get things. And if you're telling them like, oh, 10 bucks gets me 10, uh, what you call it, loot boxes versus, you know, leveling up 10 times, yeah. which can take a very long time at this point. You know, people are going to do it, especially if you go, hey, this is only available for the next three weeks, so yeah. get these while you can. So next question. I think everybody understands at this point, and I think they're going to write books about this, uh, getting the inside scoop of how this, how Apex Legends actually came to be. But EA's got Anthem coming out yeah. and another yeah. Battle Royale coming out yeah. in the spring for for we, Battlefield, are they cannibalizing themselves? <laughs> Probably, because that's what they do. Is this part two of cannibalization by EA? Possibly. Mm. I, I'm interested I'm to see. I'm wondering if Apex Legends and Anthem have don't swim in the same lane. I don't think so. Like I, I think Anthem I think they're is, fine there. Yeah, I really Anthem, do. I think they're they're still good because they're coming out before Division. And the fact is, is that you have a bunch of people. Like, I was watching... Uh, I was watching... 
Destin Legary, who I think if you go to IGN is probably the biggest fanboy of Destiny of anyone on that site, right? He's the guy who just loves that. And I was watching him last Friday because, you know, it came out on um, Premiere Origins. You could just play the actual full game. Like, there is no time limit. You could just do that. And he, you could tell he was having a blast. And the guy who was sitting next to him was having a blast. I can tell you this. Yeah, and I I played it for about four hours. And I can tell you I was having a blast, you know, someone who loves that mass effect style and we'll go into that more when we get to it i'm really worried about that chris but uh (laughs) no no it's mass effect but it's different is the best way i could say but i would tell you try it out Um, mass effect's a good shooter i'm gonna try it out okay i'm holding friday we're going to pick up that game okay i'm gonna try it out I'm going to hold a gun to your back and be like, there's buy no, it. There's and, no need to do that. I and then want, we're going to go to your house, and I'm going to be like, install it. I'm trading in Red Dead for it. <laughs> I don't want you that game. You already traded in Red Dead. No, I didn't. I don't want that game oh, to come did. out Friday. But um, <laughs> too much to do. What do you want to play Friday? I don't want I don't want Anthem. I'm not ready for Anthem. I think it needs some time. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never be ready for Anthem. Yeah. We'll but, see. Um, Thanks, man. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm, yeah, you do. I don't what does know. it mean? You still haven't beat Mass Effect 2. <laughs> that's true yeah um Um, but i all in all this is definitely probably the best surprise in gaming i can remember maybe since probably since fortnite took off right like i think the fortnite even then it took a couple of weeks because it was so early access months yeah it they had to figure a few things out you know and once it did then it went straight you know shot up well what's so funny quickly. is we got twitch pulled up now and you see apex up there at the top fortnite's right next to it i remember when PUBG was where apex was and yeah. all of a sudden this little game called fortnite was creeping up next to it mm-hmm. well, so this feels like the it does feel like the next iteration of that when i when i say this is going to be studied what i mean by that is <clears throat> the concept of cutting out the middleman and by middleman i mean social media mm-hmm. and games journalists sure because this Respawn did not give anybody the opportunity to spend six months to a year dissecting it and scrutinizing it right. and saying, red flags here. <laughs> here's, like, what nah. we're, here's what we're concerned about about Anthem. You know, you, you read those articles all the time. You know, be, the fact that, you know, the previous game from Bioware was such a disaster that everybody thinks that Bioware is done. Mm-hmm. Everybody's worried about Bioware now. Anthem and games like it have been Never. subjected to constant scrutiny sure. that Apex Legends did not give anybody a chance to do. And now there's 25 million, probably more people playing it now because of it. I think they've made a case for a strategy going forward, particularly with games like that. I think you might be right for free to play. Like if you're doing a free to play game, I don't understand why you would really, you know, unless it's just something you know that if you drop little teasers for is going to get people hyped. Like I don't I don't think Apex Legends when you go like, hey, we're making a Titanfall game without Titans in it and yeah, all you that. Said, like, you know, and it's Battle you can't Royale. Explain this. Yeah, it would have been it they were smart to hold this off. But on the other hand, like I think of something I'm trying to think here. Like if you're Battlefield, right, you have to promote that because you're asking people to buy sixty dollar, you know, sixty dollar game. If you don't promote that and people don't know what's coming, that's such a risk for a sixty dollar game. To all of a sudden say unexpectedly when you know that more than likely the biggest day of sales the game will ever have will always be the first one. So it just depends on the, uh, the I think, what is going on the situation. Now, the bigger thing, as far as what I really do think is the big change, is that 
Call of Duty, I think, is kind of losing an argument going forward of charging for for blackout if they're going to keep it going. Because, you know, we have the news that's coming up and there was something that was left out as far as the details of that. And it makes you think they're going to pivot that to be free to play. There's just no way they left out. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, as far as what the, yeah, I I didn't (laughs) news team. The news team was not okay. I'm fine. I'm fine. I was just making sure we're good. We're good. He's like, I didn't leave it. They did. Okay. (laughs) But, um, no, that was a point of clarification. That's it. Just, uh, it, I think, like, I don't see if you're them how you're going to charge going forward. Yep. And even then, like, PUBG, PUBG only can get away with it because of its PC dominance, I think, right? Yeah. You've already seen it now on um, on Xbox. It's on Game Pass, right? So mm-hmm. you're saying, hey, pay a subscription fee and you've got this game. And you, they basically gave it away for free to the whole entire Xbox community for a day or, like, a couple of days. I'm sure they'll do it again. And I wouldn't be surprised if Sony in a couple of months is saying, like, by the way, here's a... Uh, Here's this game for you know PlayStation Plus. I think it eventually will go free to play, uh, but they will probably be the last ones. But Call of Duty, if they're going to make this go for a long time, they're going to have to eventually just say, you know what, it's free to play now, guys, and that's the way it is. Um, yeah, man, that was a good bow. Do we do Richards? Are you ready to do some Richards? Can we do? Uh, yeah, I can do a Richard. I'd love to know I'll what your Richards all. Uh, um, it's pretty simple for me. It's a nine point five. Yeah, considering what it is, I'm right there with you. Yeah, it's, it's, like to me, it's the one to play right now. Yeah, and it, it's good. It's it, good. <laughs> I think it's the best. You guys of are these so scared of a full blown Richard. <laughs> well, because you never know. We don't. I don't just give out. <laughs> I just don't give a ten. That Easy. Easy. Yeah. It, it's it takes. You got to earn your ten with Chris. Did yeah. You give a ten to Red Dead. I did. You That's the last time a, I did it. He gave it like a thirteen. What are you talking about? I think <laughs> what I didn't even get Spider Man in ten last we year. I love that. Did you? Yeah, I gave it like a nine or nine point five. We know, Chris. Then it wasn't a ten. Jamont. Yeah. I gave, uh, what? I gave God of War 10 and I gave Celeste. Those were my three last year I gave it. What did I give God of War? Seven? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Number one game of the year. <laughs> um, you guys. So, yeah, if you are somehow one of the five people that have not picked up this game. Hey. Or you were thinking about it, <laughs> do yeah. it. If, if you like the games that I kept comparing them to. Or, or you finally say, this is going to be the game I play a Battle Royale? Yeah. This is a good one. Yes. Hop on it. It's downloaded. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it, John. Do it. Will you play with me? Yeah, I will. Well, download on it Xbox? on Xbox. I'll play with you on Ooh. Xbox. Do you still have an Xbox? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I saw you sign up. I was like, what is he doing? And it was like, movie. I was like, Blu-ray. I was like, <laughs> really? I was like, that's funny. That's he gets on the Xbox to watch the PlayStation software. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's, it's the Xbox Blu-ray. is our living room Blu-ray player. Ah. You getting Anthem? Yeah. On PlayStation? He's yeah. not getting Anthem. Jeez. I'm getting Anthem on PlayStation. And I'm I am, I'm telling you, I'm coming to your house if I get to Friday and you're not logged in on PlayStation on Anthem. I might have taken Friday I, off. I, I got to, <laughs> here's the problem though. Yeah. We got a couple, we're not going to do Anthem right away, are we? Well... <laughs> I'm starting in them because it's very long. No, I mean, we're not doing it like on the show. Like, Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. I can tell you what we're not doing anytime soon. Oh. What, he's, what, all, he's still butthurt. What are we not doing anytime soon? <laughs> the one that's a DLC expansion. Oh, my gosh. DLC. That's what he's calling it? Yeah. That's, that's not basically fair. what it is. It's not fair at all. Yeah. It's just, we just call it FC on the show notes. Mm, FC. ND. Yeah. <laughs> 
POS. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to <laughs> hear know. about Far Cry New Dawn, tune in in a month and two days. <laughs> tune in in 2020. <laughs> One day we'll get there. <laughs> uh, you guys want to do news? Let's do it. All off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! <laughs> I don't have to read this week. Yeah, it's all good. Um, take a nap. And since Tony's not listening, if he ever corrects how I read news Whistling. again, uh, I will put his head through a wall. Oh, man. Um, Activision Blizzard updates, people. Layoffs. Layoffs. I stole that from John because he just said it like that because, you know, playoffs and whatnot. Um, the company has started the process of laying off staff. According to the earnings call, the layoffs will affect 8% of its workforce or nearly 800 employees. That's a lot. That's a lot. How many are in the uh, in the Activision Blizzard employment? Apparently a lot if 8% is 800. Okay, right? I was going to let you guys do some math, but that's fine. Uh, according to Kotaku... A note has been sent to employees by Blizzard President J. Allen Brack, stating, quote, Staffing levels on some teams are out of proportion with our current release state. Slate, sorry. This means we need to scale down some areas of our organization, end quote. According to the Q4 earnings, that is earnings, 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 earnings. report, uh, the company stated that it will actually increase the size of development teams on, quote, its biggest franchises, enabling teams to accelerate the pace and quality of content. Uh, end quote. Teams working on COD, Call of that's, Duty. That's Call of Duty. Candy Crush. That's, that's Candy Crush. Overwatch. That's Overwatch. Warcraft. That's some game. Hearthstone. That's something <laughs> based on. <laughs> and Diablo are planned to grow by 20%. Gotta get 45 million people working on Diablo Immortal. John, do you want to tell us about Blizzard? Because that was... Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. It'll take a lot out of you. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll take the COD, you take the Blizzard, then we'll Blizzard. go to the other thing. Okay, let's do the thing. In addition, Activision announced that Blizzard will not have a major frontline <laughs> release for 2019. That's crazy. Quote, turning to Blizzard, we expect materially lower financial performance this year. 2018 benefited from the release of World of Warcraft Battle of A... Azeroth. Battle IV, Azeroth. Yeah, BFA as we call it, John. Nice. Whereas we are not planning a major frontline release for 2019. Uh, uh, 19. Boo. Uh, and back on the COD, which is what, good, Chris? I love a good COD. Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty 2019 has been announced to feature a campaign. Campagna. Campagna. Uh, the news comes via latest earnings reports, specifically President Rob Costich. That's, he's not related to Bob Costas, right? <laughs> not at all. It's, not at all. It's, it's completely spelled differently spelled and check. not even the same. Okay. Yeah. Explain that the game will feature, quote, an entirely new campagna. A huge, 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 and expansive multiplayer world, and some fun co-op gameplay. End quote. A lot of changes at Blizzard, guys. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Um, <laughs> that has a lot to digest for one company. I think like the best headline someone wrote this week is said like, "What the hell happened to Activision over the last?" two weeks it's just record it's, profits yeah it's like on one hand you have these record profits but then you're like you're having to lay off 800 people which is just never a fun thing to do yeah and then you're saying like and by the way there's you know one of your major sides of your company isn't putting out a game this year it's not uh, putting out yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh which i'm guessing you know of course there'll probably be expansions in terms of like more overwatch characters i'm sure will come out this well, year but I, I I and I wish we had Josh at least through text message or something right now. He knows the release of World of Warcrafts and expansions. It's There's like a, every eighteen months, right? Yeah, so it yeah. makes sense of when it came out in twenty eighteen sure. to not come out in twenty nineteen. It's it's going to be soon enough, but 
of course they can we can word it like it's not going to have anything in 2019 and um to me the news for call of duty is good because it's actually yeah. going to bring a campaign i mean it's it's a it's a mixed bag in it where you're losing some people there's some things going on here um i don't know candy crush dude is going <laughs> to always make money right yeah it's it's a uh, i mean i'm sure it's nothing like terrible for them but you just go like well yeah, I mean, it sounds like you get Call of Duty, and that's about it from them this year, uh, and that's fine. You know, those people will be happy. The big thing, as we were talking about, though, like they they did not make a mention in their notes of a Battle Royale in this, so that makes me think, again, that they will probably separate that out to be its own thing and let it be what it is and then say, okay, let's get back to the more traditional route. Maybe in a couple of years they'll be like, by the way, now we are finally ready to do uh, Blackout 2 or whatever, right? And then they can re-release that. Yeah. I know, I know Overwatch and Hearthstone are on the decline, I think they yeah. indicated in their report. Yeah. yeah. I either saw that from you or, or not saw that, heard that from one of you guys or read it somewhere. And I was kind of like, well, Diablo has been out for 42 years. Yeah. I mean, it's the same with <laughs> Overwatch came out in what? 2015 yeah you know so you go like, like what do you expect right yeah i mean there's there's been a lot of things that have come out since then so even though i'm um, they have line of the show <laughs> yeah even even though there's like healthy player bases for both those games it's kind of like wow right where you go guess what you're not gonna get 13 million anymore on this you're gonna get you know 7 million and they're gonna be really really dedicated to that game that's Which is cool. still good yeah, yeah. still so, good i'd be more worried if i like got on there and all of a sudden no one was playing Overwatch, and I'd be like, "Oh, you really have some red yeah, flags." Yeah, there's on. a problem. Yeah. <laughs> there's like uh, dust bunnies, not dust bunnies, dust bowls, dust <laughs> rolling bunnies. across the alleys. Yep. Well, John, um, it's kind of some bitter news, but this was my favorite news piece of the week. Oh, so I would like for you to read it for me. Are you ready for this? I am. Oh, All yeah. Right. Nintendo Direct announcements. Yeah. This, uh, this, Sean. I think would agree. This was like a E3 presentation. It was amazing. It uh, was legit. Super Mario Maker 2 was announced with refined gameplay and Woo-hoo. new features for the Nintendo Switch. The game will be released on April 26th. And you guys can t- chime in and interrupt me at any time. Dragon Quest 11 is coming to Switch with retro graphics options, a new orchestrated score, a new sto- and new storylines for each of the main characters. This is actually being called like Dragon Quest 11 yeah. S. Definitive edition, something, it's, something new age. Uh, they're being all very square about it. They're being all very <laughs> Japanese. Yeah. But the uh, the retro graphics are literally a top down, old school, sixteen bit game that you can actually play. You can choose to play that way. You can choose to play that yeah, way. And then very cool. um, new orchestration. One of the most frustrating things about the game is the consistent, constant same music over and over. Uh, so hopefully that new orchestration will add some, some variety to the game. So I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to seeing how that does on switch. Uh, I'm almost done with the game. I had to, I had to stop playing it because of, you know, other things things that we do here, but that's, we we uh, do things. We do a lot of things here. Uh, super smash brothers 3.0 update is coming this spring. That's all we really know. That's when that one uh, Joker's Joker. coming. They hinted that the Joker's 5. finally going to be there. Yeah. Um, we got a butt shot of him. Yeah. So they, that was, there. It, it, that's all we really know because they did it really fast. Yeah. It was a thing and then they moved on. 
Sean, this actually got my interest. Uh, I've too. never played a Fire Emblem game. Same. Three Houses is slightly delayed and coming on January January 26th. Uh, sorry, July 26th. Or January. Yeah, January. <laughs> you can I said that, uh, didn't I? Yeah. The game is taking cues from Harry Potter in a school-like setting, which is kind of why I'm Same. interested. It looks you really guys cool. can finally play a uh, big boy tactical RPG. Big boy tactical RPGs? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Kingdom Clash is not Kingdom big, Clash. Whatever it's called, what's it called? Uh, no, don't say Mario and Mario Rabbids. and Rabbit's Kingdom Clash, isn't it? What's no, it called? Don't Kingdom just... something. What no. Kingdom Battle? The Mario and Rabbit's game. Oh, Mario yeah, plus a... Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So right. there you go. No, it's oh, not right. I don't think that's it. Okay. It's definitely not Kingdom Clash. I'll tell you that. Much. I never played it. Um, <laughs> yes, you did. Nobody really cares about Apex Legends right now because Tetris is the dude, new battle royale dude, on Switch. Have dude, you tried it? Yet? It's cool. It's amazing. I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it. Well, how, oh, well I'll ask you in a second. Yeah. The new comp, <laughs> the new, com- <laughs> the new competitive game is called Tetris ninety nine, and it pits ninety nine players, against each other <laughs> with one player coming out victorious it's out now and free to play for online members uh good game like me has it how does it compare to the other tetris game you played tetris vr um totally different kind of game that game okay. was meant to kind of ha- if you listen Cerebral. to the show yeah, it, it, yeah this is classic tetris mm-hmm. with classic tetris music your 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 tetris screen is in the middle on your left and right are the 98 other players yeah. <laughs> and you're immediately thrust into a game, and you better be on your Tetris like Thrust. legitness because those players, um, I believe the computer kind of automatically chooses what goes where, but you have players attacking you by, by them doing combos. So then things are stacked up in your screen, mm. and it's a classic just bing, 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 bing on Reminds your toes. Of, uh, it's, it's, it's so addictive. I played probably 10 games in a row. I didn't get a reaction out of you when I said cerebral. Yeah. Was it? <laughs> Nothing. No. Nothing. Uh, it reminds okay, me. Man. Do you know about the cerebral assassin in the WWE world? Yes. <laughs> okay. Looking at it, it reminds me a little bit of uh, when <clears throat> you had the online mode for Pac-Man Championship Edition, mm. where it was like, it's fast, it's fun, and it's like, yeah, inflict pain on your people because you are really good at this game. So imagine if you're a programmer and you've been like perfecting your Tetris game for the last Dude, I'm 30 a, years. I'm, you, I'm legit. Yeah. Um, I, I, I finished in the top. Probably fifteen to ten a bunch. I finished oh. the top ten one so time. So how do they attack you? Explain that to me. Um, I you when you're in the moment, it's hard to see it happening, but you'll see like a line come to you from another Tetris screen, uh-huh. and they're completing things. And like I said, they're sending. Whenever you can play uh, a line, goes it kind of goes to somebody random. So you're just playing your game. You got to play you your game. You don't have to physically go attack. And say, I want to attack that one, or I want no. It it just does. It's it all for random. You. It's all okay. random. But all- just like imagine, I would imagine that you could like power up and do three or four lines at once, right? Yes. And just imagine that coming into your game. So, or if you get a Tetris, yeah. right, and all of a sudden that's going off somewhere to somebody, um, it's crazy. It's super okay. fun. It's okay. free. If you have a Nintendo Switch. You should have the Nintendo online, even though we don't have achievements and voice chats. Can't really stream that easily. You can't stream that. But but this game is worth it. Um, it's it's funny. Like, it's almost like you guys had to pay for it this year. It's a good <laughs> shout out to. Um, I'm really glad it? my John Prime membership really is. <laughs> me free. I, if I could remember his screen name right now, I'd say it. Yeah. Um, 
But uh, it's amazing how much fun Puyo Puyo Tetris had a battle mode online. Yeah. And this is kind of like that with its intensity that you have to be on your game really quick. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's really good. Okay. Well, this one <clears throat> in particular. No I don't one know, cares about this one. I don't know about you guys. I thought about immediately Brian Altano <laughs> when I saw this announcement. Link's Awakening Returns. There's actually a video of Brian Altano watching this reveal. It's like a child in a candy store. Link's Awakening Returns, the classic GB game is coming, uh, and Sean, that's Game Boy, Yes, is coming to Switch with a full-on 3D remake. It looks to be a continued improvement of the excellent Link Between Worlds. Better yet, the game comes out this year. Joygasm. Dude. This one, I mean, a lot of people say that um, Majora's Mask is the darkest game in the series. This yeah. one definitely rivals that. Mm-hmm. It's really, it's kind of an odd duck. Um, a lot There's like... Um, it, it's completely euphoric and some sort of. It's literally a dream world. I mean, it's just it, mm-hmm. it's the kind of thing where you wake up from a dream and you go, "Why was a chain chomp in my game? <laughs> Why did I see Mario in a portrait?" All this weird stuff happens in this game, but I cannot wait. Fundamentally, because we're getting another Zelda game, guys, in 2019. Hopefully, it's not delayed. But this is this this one completely. Um, deserves a remake and uh, deserves a chance to be rediscovered because with this one, I I think overall people, younger people just remember Minish Cap and, and Oracle seasons, Oracle of ages, which are all amazing games. And I, and I hope those things get similar treatments, but this one sort of, this one was sort of the first, um, the first attempt to do something like this on a handheld. And it was actually supposed to be in, in, originally it was supposed to be, a sequel to Link to the Past, mm-hmm. but they just started tinkering around with it and doing weird things to it. I'm trying to think this what they have great. left. It to, looks great to remake. <laughs> like, like because you know it, it. It's been clear to me, at least for for some time, like that. While they're always working on a on a new Zelda further down the line, right? Yeah, yeah. Or you know the fact you had uh, Between Worlds, which is definitely a sequel. Uh, it. It kind of like you if you look at the history, you're like, well, you did when uh, Wind Waker, you've done Majora's Mask, you've done Ocarina of Time, right? Skyward Sword. Uh, yeah, John and I both. It's yeah. Skyward Sword. Twilight, Twilight Princess got a remake. Yeah, it's got to so, be Skyward Sword soon. It's got to be. Maybe. I'm wondering though, like, like for instance, uh, if they will at some point decide to do the actual original Legend of Zelda from from NES, or I think or, get or, so Link, much or just, for that, or just straight up link to the past you know of course they did link between worlds but like people love that game and i could definitely see them making Um, that at some point my only nitpick and it and please it's just a nitpick i don't like link's eyes in this game they look they look different they're like dots they're they're almost like a uh what are they remember those claymation fans kill him remember those claymation (laughs) yeah i know i know claymation christmas shows yeah uh, yeah, like rudolph and stuff it's just weird looking but other than that the game looks Gorgeous. Do you remember those claymation Christmas shows? I'm sorry. Really? Yeah, I know. Herbie the freaking dentist? Yeah. Really? Speaking of really, Platinum <laughs> really? has a new action game called Astral Chain, and it looks great. It does look great. Does John's look great. right. Quote, as part of a police special forces unit in a multicultural futuristic city, players work together with a humanoid special weapon legion in a synergetic action system of battle and exploration in quote it's coming to switch on august 30th hopefully it's good i kind of like with platinum i just always wait and see what it is and yeah. like 
there are some that you go that come out from them and you're like, wow, this is amazing. And you get the others where you're like, this mm-hmm. was an idea that seemed amazing at some point. And you're like, okay, it is what it is. Interesting. They, they, after they showed this trailer, it's they an exclusive said, to John, by the way, that's yes. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, after they announced this, after you saw the trailer, um, they announced that Bayonetta three was still in development, although they didn't show anything. And I don't know if people caught this the very next day, the director of, ba- of Bayonetta one and two left, Platinum Games. Oh, I didn't catch that. That's a that's very that's a good, John. Yeah, that's good. Interesting. Demos finally are currently available for Astral Chain. No, no, finally that's not right. For, that's not right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Astral Chain is not the demo. It's the, uh, the Machina. Kirby? Oh, it's the Machina game. I forget the full name of the game, but it's the Machina game. Uh, Damon X Machina. Thank you, Damon X Machina and Yoshi's Crafted World. And I texted Sean to try Yoshi's Crafted World. Chris, I encourage you to do the same. It is delightful. It's it's a it's really it is delightful. It's solid, and it's actually quite creative. Now, the only the only worry I have is that it's going to be that easy the entire game. That was what uh, the preview today when I saw it on IGN. That's what they were saying. They're like, hey, it's a really beautiful, fun game, but it's a little bit easy. But it's, well, it's still but fun they, because but, you're yeah. finding things. But they, but they played the demo like everybody else. I mean, to say it's easy, That's all we got, Mario yeah. Brothers is easy the first level. I mean, let's just be honest. There was there was one that I, I did want to bring up. Do you mind if I do? Yeah, I, I think I missed a couple. No, I just tried it's to... Fine. Yeah, you, this was an outstanding list, but it just reminded me of things I got yeah. excited for. Yeah. Box Boy. Um, True that. Look that. Yeah. super, super yeah, cool. Yeah. I saw that. Um, that looked good. And when it comes to Switch, it's going to have Box Boy and Box Girl, which is cool. It's going to be a co-op mode. Um, I love Toad. Yeah, that was uh, Oh, yeah, you got some new DLC. You got some actual co-op. A co-op patch, game. and yeah. then you got a free co-op update, and then there's going to be a paid DLC in March, which is yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very excited to see more of Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, yeah. I mean, which I'm going to buy that game. It's an exclusive. It looks amazing. Uh, summer, I'm kind of, summer, Yeah, I'll say this. I'm looking at it and I don't know. I, I'm that's the one of all the ones I saw. I was like, I'm going to wait and see on this. Mm, that's fair. And, and that's awesome. I've never played got, one before. Yeah, I got burned so bad on on Ultimate Alliance too. That was such garbage. Was it? Oh yeah. yeah, they rushed it out. But you know, I'm kind of like looking. I'm like, well, this definitely feels like a game that was funded by a major publisher, right? Just so sure. it could be made. So I'm I want to see if it actually turns out to be good. But uh, really the the thing we should be talking about the most from this, Super Mario Maker 2. Mm-hmm. John, it appears they figured out a way yeah. to make this game. Not only did on they Switch. bring it, they brought a second one yeah. in its its own thing. Okay. <laughs> Two things on this. One, I want you to I want you to listen to any episode. We've talked about this. Yeah, we've we've said it, Chris. Yeah. You have not said this. Oh. Have you if said you, the- if you look at this trailer, uh-huh. I maintain that I was correct. They cannot Port this game to the Switch, yeah. and the and the trailer mm. dictates that I was one hundred percent correct. Or maybe they just decided they to go def- ahead and move fig- on to the next one. They figured out a way to make it <laughs> the, to make a new title work on Switch. Yeah. You guys the whole time were maintaining that you can do the tool the dual stri- dual screens. You kept maintaining that. Well, I'm sure it's still the same engine. It to me it's just engine, more of course. To me it Mechanics, just sounds like they they made a decision like look we're making a second one because the first one was so successful. Why do we need to port this if it's going to be ready by this date? Right. That that's probably what they decided versus dividing the team up and slowing everything down to port one while you're trying to get the other one. 
out and ready. But that said, what they've actually shown of this game just takes everything that was in the first one and just says... It looks so good. Yeah. It looks so good. When you see them going up the hill and then jumping down and and hitting, what, like 20 of those... Yeah, uh, super uh, awesome. Yeah, it just looks so cool. I'll I'll put money right here now. The definitive edition of this Uh game, Mm -hmm. people will look back and go, the Wii U was just the magic place to do this game. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying they can't make it work, but... It's just unfortunate that they did not release Super Mario Maker as a launch title for the Wii U. Mm. It would have sold like hotcakes. I'm not saying it's not going to work. I'm just saying it I feels think like people, you're saying that. I think yeah, people are going like to. I think that. people this are going to look. Bad. I think people are going to look back and say <laughs> the the gamepad and the functionality of the gamepad and just having it here to look at the screen instead of having to go between wheel menus and the screen on on a single screen. People are going to look at this and go. Yeah, there's a reason why this was perfect for the Wii U. But yeah. what if you could just, just like it was perfect for the 3DS because you still have those dual screens. What if you could like go to a, you know a public place with someone like me and Sean could go somewhere and he's playing the level I make and I'm just sitting there and updating it on my Switch as he plays. That's super. There's a lot. Well, that's of, a wonderful yeah, thing. There's yeah. a lot of potential. Obviously, a wonderful thing. So we'll see what they do. And or, I love the fact that or people race to do the same level and like I can see the ghost of Sean if he's ahead. And of we're me. like like there's so many cool things yeah. that we don't know about this game yet that you're like this is definitely going to have an opportunity to take advantage of uh, Switch's portability and also just. Nintendo Online and things it can do. The big thing I think if they're smart, they take everything that was created in that first one and they just bring it on over because there's no reason why, as far as a game, right? As far as levels, well, it's are clear that they did. Yeah, and added. No, I mean stuff. like yeah. all the top created user levels out there. Just go ahead and put uh, them out there for download for people they want. That would be the smart yeah, thing be, to do. That'd be good. I d- but, and plus, uh, I just get excited at the very end. They they show the title for it, and then this Mario and Luigi. There are two of them, and it's, right. Yeah, it's, I love that. Oh, and they've they've added um, Mario 3D World styles to it. Not, I think it's I think they were capable of doing the 3D rendered yeah, world yeah. if they wanted to. That would have been a game changer. Mm-hmm. But they're keeping the 2D style with 3D World art. Yeah, um, Cat Mario and all that. I'll stuff. say this: if 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 you're a fan of Nintendo, you own a it's Switch, a or or you watch the Nintendo Directs and you haven't yet, there is some more stuff out there that we didn't cover. Which sure. is which is good. Go. It's a it's a very good Nintendo Direct, like John mentioned. It's, Assassin's it, Creed Three Remaster looks like garbage. It, there were some of the games <laughs> that did look like garbage. We highlighted some of the better ones, but it was a very solid Nintendo Direct. I think. Well, all their the sad part has been like all their port slash remasters of those. Like you know, back when they did the Eto one, they've all been like, huh? You kind of bare bone this. Didn't I disagree. You? Well, Always I, bare I mean, that's I, what a lot I of people said. No, I, I think it was just how it looked on. For some yeah. reason, it just wasn't looking great on the presentation. No. I mean, I've already got the game mm-hmm. because of the season pass for Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey. I'm getting the game in March on Xbox. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it's for some reason, that game just looked like dump. Do I, it looked dumpage. Do I get to read this next one because I'm the biggest fanboy of this company? No. <laughs> but I want to. No, I know you thought you were going to. I'm taking it. You can't. You can't stop John's me. here, and I'm here. Bioware, not done with Mass Effect. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. If you're worried, you can now sleep well at night. Bioware is not done with Mass Effect or Dragon Age. Did that need to be clarified? They teased up a Dragon Age game back in 
December. Hey, just read what's on the news. No, no, and I mean like that was in the news articles. I don't know like what to I say, man. Yeah. yeah, it's weird. I was like, why, why is that in there? Just reporting what we see, Chris. Uh, according to Casey Hudson, Mass Effect is very much alive. In my mind, see it's that? very much see alive. That? In my mind. I'm thinking all the time about things I think will be great. It's just a matter of getting back to it as soon as we can. According to Mark Dara, executive producer on Anthem and Dragon Age, elaborated further, quote, we definitely not done with Mass Effect 3 or Mass Effect. There's a lot of stories to be told. We could pull on the threads we put down in Mass Effect Andromeda. We could pull on the threads from Mass Effect 3. There's a lot of interesting space to be explored. And EA Makes chimed sense. in and said, by the way, you guys are done with <laughs> Mass Effect. I mean, I would <laughs> no imagine. more Mass Effect. I would imagine like the way you get Casey Hudson to come back to take this job is to say, like, look, we will let you make the games you want to like, like do one for us. We'll let you do what you want to do. You know, so it's like I feel like Anthem definitely was a game. That probably is being made, probably because like EA said, we need a destiny and you guys would be the perfect ones to make a destiny world. But on the other hand, yeah, they've already teased up Dragon Age. That's coming. And then on the other side, Mass Effect, there's just such fandom. You know, sure, they were let down by Andromeda. But if Casey Hudson's coming back and they have the A team for Bioware working on one of these, I don't have any doubt that they could deliver something that's just as good as any of the first three games. So I look forward to it, but I'm sure at the same time, if this was Todd Howard at uh at E3, like you would <laughs> see the logo for it, and you'd just be like, "Well, 2030 is not that far away." <laughs> you know, so. that's really funny. This isn't funny until yeah, something not funny. The um, AFL CIO is calling for unionization. The AFL CIO, the nation's largest federation of labor unions, had called on the gaming industry to unionize Uh, the organization cites game sales reaching 43 billion that's with a b in 2018 (laughs) at an average of 3.6 times greater than the film industry's record-breaking box office these numbers are quote built by legions of tireless game developers dot 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 built new worlds designed new challenges and ushered in a new era of entertainment end quote in regards to the video game companies and publishers, quote, they're pocketing billions with a B. While you're fighting through exhaustion and putting your soul into a game, Bobby Kotick and Andrew Wilson Wilson are toasting to their success. Ooh. There was an air quotations. The statement ends by saying, quote, your fight is our fight, end quote. Hey, aka go unionize and join <laughs> us because we really, really would love your funds. But, um... <laughs> I, it, it's not surprising. It, I mean, it to me, to some extent, it's just a question of when and how they decide, like how much they decide to go. But I don't think it's unavoidable. Like there, you know, you get this kind of talk. It, it gets very, very hard to shut it down unless like some companies are going to be just completely like, look, we're going to fire you if you try to do this stuff here. Which would be a very dangerous thing on their move, right? Sh- should I know who Bobby Kotick and Andrew Wilson are? Andrew Bobby, Wilson was formerly a VA. Am I wrong about that? Okay. Bobby Kotick is uh, Call of Duty. Okay. Now. Okay. And he's just toasting to success. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Basically, you know, yeah. Saying like, look, you guys are working your butts off and they're the ones who are making millions of dollars per year. Um, 
it's a fair argument to them. Like, you know, it's I, a fair argument to AFL yeah. and CIO. Yeah. But you, I'm sorry, you don't, you don't get to make millions of dollars if you don't put up the risk, if you don't put up the capital, sure. if you don't put up the resources in order to fill butts in the seats. Uh, I think it's a, more a, though. A, a business owner and a stock mm. owner, all that stuff. You get to make that money because you assume the risk. I don't assume risk when I go into work every day, mm. except for what I'm responsible for for my paycheck. This this entitlement mentality is just really, really. And, and, and look, whether you think they should unionize or not, mm. I think we can agree that this statement from them is gross because all they all they wanted to do is they cited they cited in the beginning of the quote what their motivation is and their motivation is 43 billion dollars and they want a piece of it sure that's what this is they don't want a piece of it for their clientele they want a piece of it for them it's self-interest self-interest by any other name is still self-interest and this organization is self-interested just like these companies are self-interested sure i'm just sick of the gross inaccuracies. They're not pocketing billions. The company's pocketing billions, but they're not even pocketing it. They're reinvesting it and spending it. But I think like the and argument... And in the next sentence, Andrew Wilson, it's leading you to believe that Andrew Wilson is sitting on billions of dollars and he's not. Well, I think it's more of like, to me, the way I'm I... I'm done. Yeah, the no, way, I love it. I, love I guess the, the way I took this is like, hey, these guys are making a ton of money. And I don't think it's like they're terrible people because they're making a lot of money, right? Yeah. I've never gotten a job from a poor person. Sure. Like, you know, obviously if you're the head of something, you should be making probably the most money. What kind of job something. are we talking? But, uh, <laughs> but on the other hand, it's kind of like this thing of like, look, these guys are getting their success. You guys should be doing things to look out for your own success. And that's a, that's the fair argument to make. It's like, Hey, you know, this industry is healthy right now. It's strong. It's making a lot of revenue. Use this. Get yourself some guarantees while you can and some standards to better your life. And that's what, you know, of course, unionization at its core has always been about. It's like, hey, Chevy and Ford, they're going to do fine. You know, uh, John Rockefeller is going to do fine. You should look out for yourself because you will be, you know, very thankful someday way down the line when you have some benefits and you have some cash and you don't have to like in, in as cars as far as video games, I think are concerned, you don't have to always worry when you ship a game. Is there, a, you know, am I going to be the one in three that gets let go because the game is shipped? But why like, shouldn't things but, like that? But honestly, though, why do why why should we assume that we have a right not to worry about that? Yeah, I mean, that's what that's what I just don't understand is this moral argument to have your job be subject to termination. Look, I, I'm in the same mm-hmm. boat. If something like that happens to me, I'm devastated. But I hope that I've got the ability, the credentials, and the background to pick myself up and be ready for that opportunity. Don't we need to, as individuals, just be ready at all times because of that survival motivation that we have? And this industry has proven to me since its inception that this just is how it works. And if if you pigeonhole companies like this to demand that you never let, let lay off people to demand that when you finish a game and you don't need this overhead anymore, that you can't decrease overhead. Doesn't that hurt the product you're ultimately looking to buy? Uh, no, uh, not for the most part. Detroit is not what it was 40 years ago. Sure. Look, because dude, it's a different world. I'm being honest. Pensions in the New York city police department. 
Okay, those are two different things. That's kind of a... Unions are unions. A, motivations yeah. are motivations. I kind of, like, to me, it's more of, for instance, like, if you if you know, hey, there's going to be turnover, right? But you can have standards in there that say, look, we understand a company's got to operate. But, like, you have to operate by a set of standards when you do that. Like, you have to entitle these things because people are buying into them and they're paying for them. And you are generating profits off of them, you know, by their work, right? I think that's what it's about for most people when they think of unions. Like when I think of just the various ones, like when I started my very first job, it was a supermarket union. The only time I've ever been in a union in my life. And, and like <laughs> that makes me happy. But there are certain, certain things I got protection from because of that. Like they couldn't, because I was underage, they couldn't work me at certain times. And uh, I had an injury when I was 17, right? They had to take care of those medical expenses for me because it was doing the services of my job. And that's all in union paperwork. So it's those kinds of things that I think more of what people are looking at, like to know that, hey, you know, just because the game, the company wants the game to come out this year, they can't just say work 80 hours or else. You know, you have to say you want to do this. Well, this is what you have to pay me. You, you have to make that kind of commitment in there. And that's what I think hopefully most are looking for. The danger, of course, is, yeah, sometimes unions, they do go too far. Like we often think of the worst expen- examples and things like that. And, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff like in the Northeast that are probably the worst examples. But there are tons of others that exist out there and they're much smaller. And they have success because it's about people for the most part, just trying to make sure they have some coverage for themselves. Look, it's ultimately yeah. not our decision yeah. as a consumer. I, I get that. But mm-hmm. at some point, th- these, I mean, life, economics, all these things are about trade-offs. Yeah. Hey, guys. If you want, yeah, man. No, go ahead. If you want, if unionization happens, two things are likely to happen. The cost of your games are going to go up because developers have to make their money and they're going to make their money Mm -hmm. and two quality of the games could go down these two things are realities if you are requiring people to maintain their maintain their overhead regardless of what development process they're involved in for the next call of duty Mm -hmm. you don't i mean this this type of industry needs that pliability and flexibility to make these games the best that they can be and those two things i predict will happen even though, mm-hmm. and I, it's not necessarily a bad thing, that employees, professionals in this in, in, in this industry have a lot more safety net. I got to tip my hat. Both of you guys spoke very well on that, for real. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were talking, I wanted to order my Team John t-shirt. Uh, Chris <laughs> followed up with some great points. And you wanted to wear his So pants. here I go, right back in the middle, like I always am, guys. Ooh. Good job. Old Middle Haywood. <laughs> Where I like to be the most. What? You know what wasn't in the middle? <clears throat> Boo. <decision>. Boo. <laughs> the various games. Shoot, John, just won. in case you forgot, because you talked so much during that one. Um, okay. No, no, for real. Does I know that sounded, oh, yeah. that sounded Richard-ish, and I didn't mean it that way. Is this mine? Yeah, it okay. is. God of War wins at dice. <clears throat> is I didn't know they were good at dice. God of War was clearly dominant <laughs> at this year's 22nd annual Dice. It received nine awards, including, but not limited to, Game of the Year, Outstanding Achievement in Game Direction, Game Design, Story, and Original Music. 
by comparison, Breath of the Wild took home four awards well, last that's, year. That's because it's a piece of garbage. The only <laughs> other multi-award winner was the Indie Celeste with Outstanding Achievement for an Independent Game and, and this is a big one, Action Game of the Year. Ooh. Hey, did your game about being on a ship mm-hmm. and having a clock thing? and It was and, nominated for about Did it win anything? I was, I, it may have. I don't know. What uh, kind of fan are you of that game? I don't know because I didn't watch the Dice Awards because we you were recording. Didn't? We were recording. Or no, it was during trivia night. That's right. That's uh, but <laughs> I think I, it's clear that Dice is not interested in awarding art. No. Well, <laughs> these are the kind of awards shows I like. Like I think back to um, with the Academy Awards, people go like, "Well, why do you like it so much?" Because they don't have a problem with like a couple of years, like going back in time, Titanic just coming in dominating, or uh, when. Lord of the Rings did it with Return of the King, even though I disagreed with that pick. Like, the fact that they're willing to say, hey, it's okay to say we like something better than everything else. We don't have to give out trophies to everyone. What? If, you, if their voters think that's the best game for all these categories, then that's what they should do. They should reward it. It yeah, shouldn't just be like, well, you got one too, buddy. Good job for I you. I don't like that you got one too. Yeah, I don't like that. Or that we're keeping score, or that everybody's a winner. The only score that matters is 23. Dominate and win. No mercy. (laughs) Speaking of no trophies. Wait, I thought this was him. Boo. Uh, The Carlton dance cannot be copyrighted. (laughs) Fresh Prince of Bel El. Let's just restart this whole thing. Carlton dance cannot be copyrighted. Fresh Prince of Bel Air star. Jeez. Alfonso Ribeiro. His lawsuit against Fortnite has hit a snag. The U.S. Copyright Office has called into question the merits of his case. In a recent letter from the Copyright Office's Arts Division, quote, the combination of these three dance steps steps is a simple routine that is not registrable (laughs) as a choreographic work, end quote. It goes on to state the description of... (laughs) This is ridiculous that I'm reading that. Um, It goes on to state the description of the specific movements and refusing the registration claim. Another letter from the Copyright Office also calls into question the authorship of the dance. Arthur. Arthur. <laughs> Arthur. Can you do a quick Arthur from Red Dead? Oh. Hold on there. Boo. Uh, <laughs> in response, the law... Lo- oh, wait. What am I going to do now? <laughs> in response, the law firm representing 2K and Epic stated, quote, This lawsuit suffers from a host of issues ranging from a lack of plausible ownership to a lack of substantial similarity, to preemption by the Copyright Act. Yeah. End quote. It doesn't surprise me. They're not playing around. Yeah, they're not. This is. Yeah. I laugh because they go to court about a video, a dance. Yeah. And it's. We we. Uh, it's a routine. I yeah. keep, like I, I said, I keep thinking unless it gets thrown out, and I I would be a little surprised because they, like I said, they have that argument to say no one's ever ruled on this. That's what they're going to say. They're like, we are challenging the ruling that. You can't copyright this. But this doesn't surprise me because, yeah, that is what the law says right now. So that should be their position. The question is going to be, will Epic and 2K take a risk or will they just pay out? That's that's their choice. Sounds like right now they're willing to uh, to at least, you know, see how it goes. But yeah. at the same time, I thought the NFL was going to go away. They did. And this week there was a settlement. So you just never know. It's the way but it we goes. don't know the settlement, and we'll never yeah, know exactly. about that one. So, yeah. and I'm sure it would be the same way here. I'll find out. It could be two dollars, Chris. <laughs> that Kaepernick got. I'll, I'll, I'll ask him. I'll ask him. He says he wants a job. Yeah, he says he wants to play. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Hey, John, 
<clears throat> what if I really wanted to know about Hollow Knight if there would be a sequel? Well, you could turn tune it into Weekly Games Chat right now. <laughs> <laughs> Team Cherry mm, yeah. has announced a full-scale sequel to Hollow Knight called Hollow Knight Silk Song. Quote, yeah. Almost from the very start. <laughs> Hornet's adventure was intended to take place in a new land. What is happening? But as we dove in, oh, yeah. it quickly became too large and too unique to stay a DLC. It's like he's trying to do Barry White, but he doesn't as have the Barry I White. I have the base. Get it, get it low, John. Get it low. As initially. <laughs> <laughs> we, we do know that. <clears throat> hold on. We do know that. <laughs> that your deep voice? We do know that makes the wait a little longer. But we let we think the final fresh world. You'll get Why is he turning <laughs> into Bismarck? Dude, yeah, you, you, know, you know the narrator from like um what's the game? Oh my god, I just I, you can't have the a, game will release. Bastion? You know the oh, guy yeah, talking yeah. about Bastion? The boy went down the hall. <laughs> the, game will re- the game will be releasing on Windows, Mac, Linux. <laughs> Linux, I say, and Linux. Nintendo Switch. What did you just get the the rooster from freaking Looney Tunes at the end there? I say, I say, I say, <laughs> it's my, gonna be on Linux. My impressions are eclectic. So let's try that again. The game, known as Silk Song, will be released on Windows, Mac, Linux, and Nintendo Switch at launch. So that's cool. Yeah, that's um, that's a quick turnaround. <laughs> It's Hornet quick, was always a like a really. Around. That's what he said because he turn around, turn around quick. quick. Yeah. <laughs> turn around for this oh, goes low. This goes off, right? Okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited because uh, one, Hollow Knight was really fun to play. But two, when you played it, Hornet always seemed really ba. So mm. the fact that you actually get to play her, play as her now that could be very fun. Coming from on Team they, Cherry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for the record, the way you should have done that, we do know. That makes this wait a little longer. <laughs> Would you? It helps that. Would you job. wait? I'd wait. Yeah, you went all I'd weird. Wait so hard. You, you went all weird with slapping the bass. I don't know what you did. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that's how you went. You went that part of him. I'm talking deep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> talking deep. Okay. Well, that's a long uh, final one, huh? Right? Yeah. So I'll go the short one, then let John go the long one, which is not. I hear you like the short one. It's not real life. Thanks, I'll man. I'll, Thanks, go ahead, man. I'll go ahead and tell you that now. It's not real life. Big audience here. <laughs> now they know. Uh, THQ Nordic. I'm Irish. <laughs> owns Kingdom Come Deliverance Studio. Warhorse Studios, the developer behind the hit game Kingdom Come Deliverance, has been purchased by THQ Nordic. Mm. Um, along with the acquisition, it was revealed that the game sold over 2 million copies Across PC, PS4, and Xbox One. The This acquisition also includes the development studio and all intellectual property rights. Those are IP. Um, Kingdom Come is the only release since its founding in 2011. <laughs> They've been churning them out over there, huh? They, yeah, it was a passion project for them. Yeah, I like it. Was, yeah, it's good. Uh, the, <laughs> the studio and its properties were acquired for, can anybody guess how much out there in podcast land? Let's well, if, uh, put a point four, and then if you said thirty-seven point four million, you're a genius because that's how much it was acquired for. Two million copies. Yeah, that's is their a, goal was five hundred thousand. Yeah, they're uh, this is a smart pickup for a studio like THQ. Mm-hmm. This is this is who you buy. Why yeah. not? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> you know. 
I read a, a little further at uh, later in the day, and it, it, the, for clarification, for clarification, it, <laughs> it looks like uh, Koch Media or Coke Media. I forget how how you pronounce that. Oh my that. god, the Coke Brothers? No, it's not the same thing. Cocaine, yeah. Uh, That's cocaine in Spanish. It's a, it's a subsidiary. It's a subsidiary. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sean. What did he say? <laughs> He said cocaine. That's, Co- that's cocaine. Cocaine. That's cocaine. It's cocaine. It's It doesn't matter anymore. It just doesn't matter because it's not that interesting. Chris almost died. It's hilarious because he was he was in hell. I was mid vape. Yeah, he was mid vape. Yeah, it's good stuff. You but you know what I can still do. It's bad what? for you. Finally, this week. <gasps> were you done, John? That's Where's why. I, yeah, it's not. It's really, <laughs> I were, gave up. You were mid talking. Yeah, I gave up. It was. It's, it for was the record, it. for the record, it's because I vape. I can do finally this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get the uh, uh, berry, John. Don't the we got to? We got to go. Uh, uh, too late. I'm gonna blow it. <laughs> Whoa! Oh. You should. You should have. Tony never has ever listened to this show, right? Ever. And it showed <laughs> when we did that. I listen to his show all the time. You should have. You've been on their show before. Chris has been on their show before. You know who hasn't been on that show? I've never been on his show. I thought you have been on that show. No. I no, I have not been. On I have not show. been on that show though in like three years. <sighs> Once they kind of change their format, it doesn't really open itself to having guests on there. And by format, you mean Betty? I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. That's a good. That's a good joke. <laughs> no, I was more so just referring to just how they do. Like they they kind of just ramble about a topic, right? It's not really a discussion in a way. What's different than what we I do. am offended by it that. It feels like 90% of what they're saying is just jokes. And that's cool. I that's, still like that Are show. we bashing our friends no, right I, now? <laughs> I, I still like that show. Podcast fight! I think they're good. Casey, I still think Superman's better Casey, than Batman. Casey's the best what? part of that show. One of my what? favorite things about that show is the podcast chimes in in the middle of their conversation. And that's yeah. a cool effect. You should try that out. Well, we do can't because Chris controls yeah, how this is. Plus, plus, but we are on Spotify now because of Chris. You know what yeah. devs don't control? <laughs> that is almost awesome, but you just killed our conversation. But I like it because we're yeah. Cause I'm we're kidding, going John. John don't look at John. Don't look. You at me. killed my conversation <laughs> with myself and the audience. Well, I can't feel my. We were jiving. <laughs> we were meshing. We were. Dev's upset over lack of PS4 crossplay. I tell you that much. <laughs> this is the finally this week. Yeah. He already said that. Yeah, I, I do. Our Richard, our Richard already hit the tables. Yeah. It's, it's a thing. Developers <laughs> and publishers are speaking out on Sony's lack of cross-platform support. Sony has <gasps> indicated through interview, particularly Sean yeah, Layton, that? Oh. that, quote, people keep saying, why doesn't Sony allow more people to have it? it. To have it. <laughs> We're open for business on this one. All it takes is for publishers and developers who wish to permission it as ever, just work with our PlayStation account your, manager. Your PlayStation, yeah. It still works. <laughs> and they will walk you through the steps. So nobody would have known that was wrong had you just not corrected me. I know, that's part of the beauty of what we and do. And they will walk you yeah. through the steps that we've learned through our partnership with Epic on how this works. I don't believe right now that there's any gating factor on that. I think they're <laughs> open to making proposals because the Fortnite thing worked pretty well, end quote. Now, last week... The CEO of Chucklefish. <laughs> I'm trying to said, think what game they did. What, I, 
That might be the folks. It was included, Stardew. and I didn't care. Is it Stardew Valley? It might be Stardew Valley. Maybe. Yeah. Sounds that right. sounds right. The CEO of Chucklefish said in a thread on Re- on Reset Era. Yeah, that popular site. That they did everything in their power <laughs> to request crossplay. Despite their efforts at the, that uh, the, that were in line with what Layden said, Chucklefish was told that it would not happen. <laughs> hey, Chucklefish, no. Stop it. <laughs> According to the CEO, quote, we made many requests for cross-play all the way up until release month. We were told in no uncertain terms that it was not going to happen, and from our side, we can literally toggle a switch and have it working. Of course, policy work might be more complicated for Sony. Just wanted to provide some balance on the issue and say that it certainly isn't a question of developers not having contacted their account managers or having dropped the ball. We were told no, end quote. Somebody somewhere is not communicating. Someone's a little dirty liar. If this is is Chucklefish and if this is, (laughs) well, if Chucklefish is Stardew Valley. Almost said it again. If Chucklefish is Stardew Valley. Isn't the timeline not working? Well, no. Here? This they have a new game that just came out. Just came out. Yeah, and that's what they were talking about. But that's where I recognize the name was was Stardew Valley. What, what new game, dude? I don't know. I'm going to go to the <laughs> Google real quick while you guys talk about this. But yeah, I, I mean, this is a potential uh, what we would call a controversy. Correct. Uh, we do like controversies yeah. on yeah, this fine podcast. I mean, someone I, look either Sean is just doing the PR. What's that? Oh, uh, is doing the PR thing right and. He kind of stepped in it because he tried to simplify something that he didn't know everything that was going on. And therefore, you know, it just looks bad because your PR guy says something. And as far as the public is concerned, the PR guy says something. It's now true. Right. That's the standard when there's probably more to it or else it's like, no, no, no. You're putting out a front on one thing. But really behind the scenes, it means like if EA asked us or Activision asked us or. Uh, basically major develop Ubisoft asked us, we'll do it, but we're not going to just do it for any little thing. We want what's ours and that's it. And if that's the case, that's kind of, you know, some BS and it's just, it's really bad for them as far as on the face right now, because you just go, Hey, you were the guys who were most resistant to this. And now this is coming up on you. It just doesn't look good. I'm sure it's not going to be anything goes definitive, but it will be interesting to see if someone else comes forward in the near future and you start to go, uh-oh, hey, you know, what's going on here? If I said Wargroove, would that sound like the game? Yeah, yeah, okay. that is it. Okay. Josh was asking me about that game the other day. He was like, hey, you're going to play Wargroove. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> it just came out on February 1st. Mm-hmm. Isn't that um, ex- I thought that was exclusive to Switch. Well, you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um it was released on February 1st on uh, Nintendo Switch, Windows, and Xbox One, and the old PS4 version is coming out later. Mm. Yeah. So it sounds like you can play cross-play on Xbox, PC, and uh, Switch. It's oh, possible. Oh, Chucklefish. Yeah. It's po- <laughs> but, yeah. Mm. Anything else? We yeah, good? Man. Okay. You, you, you got it down. Yeah. I, I will say that uh, the reception for this game Pretty by good? Chucklefish. Uh, oh, yeah. Great game. Me, oh, Metacritic on the Switch is an eighty-six. PC is seventy-nine. Uh, that's good. Eighty. <laughs> that's part of the shtick, guys. Uh, Game Informer's got a nine point two five for the Switch version. Ooh. IGN's at an eight point five. <laughs> mm. Um, 
Nintendo World Report, I tell you what, it's a 9.5 there. It's, well, everything on there, <laughs> consoles. What is they they said it's been compared to Mega Man um Ooh. Uh, it's Remastered? Like a, no, it's Mega Man Tactical. Can I? <laughs> can he finish? Please, can he finish? There's an offshoot of Mega Man. It's Mega Man Tactics. Okay, of some he finished. Sort. <laughs> <laughs> See, that was a South Park. I'm not having fun. The movie. I was having fun. The Canadian was I'm like, not having fun Terrence now. Philip, can I finish, please? Can I finish? Mm. And then there's a big pause, and he's like, okay, I'm finished. <laughs> well, you know what I like to say when, uh, when John's not having fun? What? You want to wrap this up? Never. That's one yet, man. You keep those coming. Yeah, you man. keep those coming. I do. Well, if we- you want to write in your thoughts and opinions to Weekly Games Chat, you can do so by writing them to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Just like RJ did. Uh, you're like, how did he get that? Because he wrote in last week and I remembered his name. Uh, <laughs> he said, uh, he said, yes, more Kingdom Hearts is the name of this. Yeah. Um, he did. Uh, he said, hey, guys. Hey. Wanted, hey. Wanted to say a few things after your review of Kingdom Hearts 3. Say it, baby. <laughs> say it, baby. First, not my fault. I wasn't here. He says, first, the cooking minigame can be played at any save point from the menu once you hit the triangle for a save. Ah, I did not realize that. Can't remember if it tells you that, though. It probably did, but there's like 50 like prompts in this game. Uh, so that kind of made it hard to remember every little thing that goes on. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, I will agree that the difficulty seems turned down from the previous games. And lastly, the story doesn't really pick up until all the Disney after all the Disney levels, which was only bad because you rushed through the game to find the ending. Uh, I'm RJ. I've said this before. If if your game doesn't pick up to basically the end of the game. That's something I will hold against it every time. I can understand that. So why do you like Red Dead Redemption? Because that game was <laughs> oh that game was God. good as soon as I that got was on good, that. John. That was good, John. That was good. Uh, but that's all, though. I'll forgive your ignorance of this amazing yeah. game series. Joking. Uh, this was really a fan service, but with uh, but will all the games or with all the games available on one system one point five to 2.5 and 2.8 remixes it's easy for someone to get the complete experience game on except for chris giving it a seven again he's kidding uh look you gave this a seven I, dude yeah what did uh, i thought you said you listened tony, to the tony gave it like a seven too yeah he was like he was like i try i told you we're the only <laughs> ones in the world besides the one guy chris was like well that guy gave it a one out of five yeah. Dude, the majority well, of what I've seen has been nothing but positive. So yeah, I agree. I guess from I more of that. like no, the critic wise, you're you're right. Uh, it's been more of like when I've looked in the fan areas, like that's where I'm like, oh dang, because there's mm. been a couple of people have hit. Like even Andrew, we were talking about. He was like, yeah, I saw some people were. Oh, Andrew, listen, listen, listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, this is official name. RJ, I'm. I do get that. Like now they've put all those. Um, versions out there that have uh you know the versions of the game that that tie in all those little parts like dream drop distance yeah but i'm not going to go back to replay these like that's the difference and there's a game i'm playing right now that i have played a little bit of the first and the second one i'm not heavily vested like john you beat one and two of those games right the one we're talking about next week 
Yeah. It took me all of reading <laughs> reading the wiki to get the full uh, main plot points because there's multiple endings to those games. And then just literally playing the game for five minutes to get what my motivations were and everything that was important to that world at that moment. And I'm fine. And, you know, I just think like some games have higher bars to entry and this definitely ended up being the one that I've come through story wise. That might be the hardest. Like, yeah, if you want to go play those games, maybe you get everything you want. Personally, I feel like I played one. I played most of two. I feel like I should have been able to get it, you know, without having to go back and play like extended editions that have 95 new things that I really don't care about. Cause I really just care about Sora, Mickey uh, or Goofy and Donald. That was what I cared about in those games, but I'm glad you enjoyed it, sir. You okay? See, FRJ. You seem a little worked up, Chris. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, there was a question I said when John got back, we'd get back to him on. Do you remember that? Yes, and I was going to make sure to pull that up, but you should first pull up yeah, yeah, I just, our Twitter. And <clears throat> Sean, okay. where can people find us on Twitter? Oh, at Weekly Games Chat on the Twitters. Um, shout out to Tony again for uh, joining us last week for the uh, Kingdom Hearts episode. For sure. Um, Geek Versus podcast, which he is a part of. He is a host on, uh, tweeted at us that they had just finished. Uh, he had, obviously, a fun podcast with two out of the three of us. Um, it was good. It was good to see Tony. Um Draven actually replied to Chris's tweet about what we had talked about last week, you know, saying it's out there, go all, go listen to it and all that stuff. Um, and he said that, or they said, I shouldn't assume, they said uh, they've watched Abducted in Plain Sight three times, and the twist with the father <laughs> is still a jerker each time. <laughs> whatever, whatever that means. I don't know what that means yet. That's uh, perfect. Um uh, Gaming Mud uh, look, was looking forward to hearing the show. The one also that Tony sent to your wife is uh, top notch. What are you talking about? It was uh, the guy, the father, as a relief pitcher. Oh, oh it's yeah. like when you cop it, call in your top, like your top. I heard there's a scene about a father and they park a car and they're like, I need some release or some stress some relief, relief. Some relief. Or whatever that, you yeah. know, and I know what it means. Hey, so. I'd do it for you. Would you? Nope. I'd do it with no hands and oh, I'll, I'll stop now. Um, so back, my big toe back to uh, gaming mud. I was looking forward to hearing our show last week about Kingdom Hearts, though they won't have a F long blank G. So you fill in the blank there. Clue what they will be talking about. I think that's funny because apparently, even if you did know, you don't know. No one knows. Um, at Zexon no uh, three eight nine, uh, they said they listen to our podcast when they go to film um, their school sports games. That's pretty That's dope. Cool. Um, they also just got Assassin's Creed Odyssey after the praise they got Ooh, from John. Yes, on the Goaty episode. And John Goaty means Game of the Year. Thank you. Uh, you're very welcome. Uh, um, was the band Goatier? <laughs> Remember that band? We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> um, see y'all there. <laughs> That's the um, somebody that you used to know. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Brought it back. I brought it back. I, I, I'm a DJ. That's what I do. Um, big riff. Was very hyped that we're talking NBA basketball, so they're adding two cents. One, actually, there's three cents, sir. <laughs> okay. uh, one, don't sleep on Damian Lillard and the Portland Trailblazers. Oh man, Damian Lillard, Mikey, my best friend, or one of my best friends. Thanks, was, man. Uh, Appreciate that. Ooh, yeah, second best friend pulled to Josh. It, it. Uh, he is. Uh, he has been a huge Damian Lillard fan, Chris. For, for years. <laughs> so. um, two, we mentioned Minnesota. 
Mm-hmm. Go ahead and don't do that. They're terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're struggling ever since. And uh, three, Jimmy Butler left. Do F word the Lakers forever. <laughs> yeah, well, people have been saying that for <clears throat> 20, 30 years now, I guess. Uh, Big Riff also says because of Apex Legends, um, which he was not a or a huge fan of, they jumped back into Titanfall 2, and it's still amazing. Ooh. Uh, we all should really circle back and play a few rounds because the game is so solid They've uh, and feels so good. They've said, you know, because it's on EA Access and all that, right? Mm-hmm. And they've said ever since that came out that they've seen a huge player spike in their populations. People going back to Titanfall 2. It's very dope. Just like this tweet from C. Garcia T13 or T13. Uh, at Weekly Games Chat, longtime listener, wondering if you've taken the leap back into Destiny. If you need a fire team member, I got your back. Sad news, sir. We didn't, we did not <laughs> we did not jump back into Destiny, even though I have I have. You know what I did? Um, been close. I got that for uh, free right when I was on PlayStation Plus, mm-hmm. and yesterday or the other day when I finally downloaded Anthem for PlayStation, I I deleted it. <laughs> so there. <laughs> um, we were tagged in a NRG esports tweet. Um, or link to it, and to celebrate Apex Legends, NRG's Apex Legends squad, they were giving away 20,000 Apex coins. Mm. So, <laughs> um, uh, at, at Gaming Mud, which is one of the people that follow us, mentioned us, um, and it said, what's this? <laughs> uh, and then basically Gaming Mud, somebody said, what's this? When we, we were mentioned it. <laughs> No idea. And then Gaming Mud said, uh, "Me trying to win," which was funny. He was trying oh, to get. He was funny. trying to get that money. I had to figure that out real it's quick because I'm dumb and you had to listen to me do that. Okay, uh, let's see if we got anything. No, I'm gonna go ahead and go to followers. I don't see any direct messages. Let me make sure Chris didn't read one. Uh, I don't think I saw one. No, last one we did. We we figured that out, so that's good. Yeah. Let's go check out our followers. We're moving on up there, guys. That was to you and John. So you say that's when you guys say cool. Yeah. Yeah. You did it. Um at <laughs> at Brandon Zero O one. Thanks for the follow following you back. So wait, he's the first Brandon? He might be. <laughs> um and he likes video games. So that's cool. We do too. At, it's it's yeah, that's pretty cool, right? Nice. At Gary Greco Jr. Thanks for the follow following you back. Love, I've uh followed you back you. and it's pending because you're a smart person. <laughs> um at Nom Bowen TV. Um, they are a gamer now blogger. Making up words. It's 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 right there. If you can say it better, say it. Num bum. <laughs> <laughs> um, gamer blogger analyst. That's pretty dope. That's mm. almost like Chris. <laughs> Just at, a little bit different. Um, at, at the cucumber ninety one Twitch affiliate, <laughs> blind playthrough runner, machinist, and hashtag Twitch kittens member. Twitch kittens. Twitch kittens. Nice. Thanks for the follow following you back. And, and uh, folks, if you're going, I want to be a part of when Sean does the Twitch stuff, <clears throat> follow us. Say things to us. Twitter stuff. Twitter stuff, yeah. Yeah, that's not a, the Twitch stuff. Did I say Twitch? <laughs> yeah. I'm dumb. Uh, we should do a Twitch weekly so people we can watch us. We still have a Twitch, but we just don't. No, no. We yeah. should be on the Twitch. Oh. There's an area for podcasts. Never. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell they, you what, you buy me a big... Uh, here it goes. You buy me a big, like... He wants a green screen, then he wants some no, sort no, of... No, 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 I just want you to buy me a T-Rex outfit, and if I can wear that, we can what do What about it. just a oh, mask? dude, I would totally no, let him wear I want that. the full outfit. 
<laughs> so they'd never know who what Chris looks but like. Exactly. It'd be awesome. When we'd be us, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It would be his shtick when we go That's to right. like, let's do it. You want to do it? Yeah, I do want to do it. I'll be the mass you. I'll be the mass singer. <laughs> but uh yeah, he'll be like the new version of the mass singer. That's awesome. Thank you guys so much for all the love on the uh Twitters though. And Chris may have something else for us now before we wrap up our program this week. Yeah. Um, so kicking off from last week, we got asked this on Facebook and we decide, hey, let's hold this till John's back. Uh, but Josh wrote us in on on uh, one of our posts here on Facebook and he said, what up, Chris, the wizard, Sean, the ranger of the north and John Baggins, bearer of the one ring. That's you! Me. You! <laughs> Not far! <Fine>, you fools! <laughs> <laughs> Bring me wood and oil. Yeah. Uh, it's been while since I wrote you People of Gondor. I recently played Resident Evil 2, and I think it's great and challenging. I tried to get an S rank for Claire Bagane since I finished in four hours and saved twice. The question for all three of you, since I mentioned a lot about Lord of the Rings, if all three of you went on a long journey to take a game to Mount Doom to destroy from existence... What game will it be? Thank wow. you, guys. And here's a quote from Lord of the Rings. I add a spin to it. You are the luckiest, the canniest, and the most reckless podcast I've ever listened to. Bless you, laddies. I That's, can't remember. Uh, Is that Gimli? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that'd be like, you are the luckiest, the canniest, yeah. and the most reckless podcast I've ever listened to. You have to, to toss me. God bless you, laddies. Ah, it comes in pints? I recently finished Resident Evil 2 with Claire in... Five hours with a B, <laughs> B rank. You're nothing yeah. compared to him. Yeah. Because he's am. an A and you're a B. I'm going to keep working on it because I want that infinite ammo. What game would you destroy, though, at Mount Doom? <sighs> for me, this- it would be The Last Guardian. <laughs> 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 I wonder for somebody like our friend Mike, it'd probably be Firewatch. Or actually, I think John would just toss all the interactive games <laughs> in Mount Doom. <laughs> um, probably I- Mass Effect 2. Oh. That just sounds hurtful. Uh, more reality, though, after playing it for a minute, uh, Crackdown 3 can go into Mountain Doom, and I'd have no problems <laughs> no, really. with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, is, this was kind of tough for me. I tend to not just hate games. or Yeah. Um, it would have to be, it's possibly two. Boo. Um, well, three. Boo. <laughs> Zombie U. Ooh. Okay, I'm po- okay with that. Had potential... And I just, I hate that it missed that potential. Mm-hmm. So you would throw it in the lake of fire? So, yeah. We're bad uh, but, folks go but, and die. But Bomberman, yeah. Bomberman Switch Edition. Yeah, a lot of people. Man, Penny. Um, oh, you made me forget the third one. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know what just happened, but I've forgotten everything. Well, um, I'm I'm kicking it old school. Battletoads can suck it. <laughs> oh, not that I don't love what the first two levels of that game. Yeah, it's hard though. And I'm looking forward to what Xbox does with the with the new game coming out, but mm-hmm. that game sucks it. And the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on the NES can um, also are you serious right now? You can't get through a certain level. It's impossible. Which That's not the now? Turtles in Time one, then. Right? No, it's not the Turtles in Time. This That's, is the original okay, one okay, on you. the NES. You're talking about the SNES one or the NES oh one? Oh, my God. Yeah, okay. Hey, Chris. The, the guy wants to get punched in the Die. face. Die. <laughs> uh, those two games can suck a big one. You mm. did go old school. I did. The other one, uh, we did get one other message for this week on there. Nice. From Kenneth. What up, Kenneth? Right? First, I Sir? was like, at first I read, I was like, is this Kenny? <laughs> From from who we know, 
But then I was like, no, that's not Kenny. It's <laughs> like Kenny's been silent I when do. every time we bring up games at lunch, and now he's just like, let me write in on Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> I, uh, I, I've pre-read this. Yeah. Um, I actually know. The, um, this is, I thought this during the show. Yeah. The first one. Hey, guys, uh, just got through listening to the fantastic episode, but I'm kind of disappointed. Tony promised a great story about his game testing days, and we never got it. If you can tell him... Uh, he owes us on a geek versus episode on that subject. Thanks guys. If you actually go way back in this time machine, uh, I think they've said that they want him to tell it. Yes. If you go way back, <laughs> see Tony is how bad is Tony's memory? So he was on the very first episode, right? And before you guys came in, yeah. um, like John, you might've done the E3 episode with me. Um, and Chris, the like second or third week, right over at Tony's place, mm-hmm. but it was before, way before Sean even uh, recorded anything. Tony did another episode with me and Chris, and I want to say it might have been when Call of Duty or something like that came out. And when he was on that episode, if you're willing to go comb, and you might have to, it might not be on iTunes because iTunes only holds the last hundred episodes. If you're willing to go back and comb through the actual Libsyn page of ours. Or maybe check Spotify because I'm not sure if Spotify has a limit as to what they hold on your library. He actually does tell that story. He talks about his time at Activision. He tested a bunch of games. He talks about some of the more interesting things that we thought was really cool. It was in the first 10 episodes. Yeah, it's way, way back. So the sound quality is going to be terrible. And as terrible as I am every week, it's going to be more awful because I was like, I'm doing a podcast. You were, you, you were like a baby deer just learning how to walk. Everyone's yeah. got that thing, right? Yeah. It's fine. It's always interesting. Like when we bring back our friends after they've had that first episode, because you know, the confidence they're like, okay, it's just talking with my friends. I, I refuse to listen to the first time I said words on this podcast. Remember when you, uh, <laughs> one of my favorite things was when we were doing it, at Chris is still right, and it was like <laughs> rotating you two, and you uh, did that thing where you put the bandana on yeah. and shades because what Chris said. I mean, we, we've said it on here before, but he, Chris says when I think of you, I think of you as some redneck with like <laughs> right Ray Bans on and a and an American flag bandana or something. He said something. I find the things at a Dollar General, and he completely forgot it. I come back the next week and I go, hold on, I gotta I gotta make you, or I gotta make myself presentable, you know, as to how you see me and remember me. I come back in the room and he goes, take that off now. What are you doing? He, he, he just completely hates it. And I go, I remember that. I you go, know, what's funny. You remember that? Yeah. You from the, from the episode. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what's yeah. even funny. Like it's if you think about it now, like, so back then you were totally in no way had something like a redneck outside of the factory from Alabama. Right. Uh, now, Think about it. You ride motorcycles. You could actually get away <laughs> with the glasses and the headband. Yeah. It would make sense. It could go down. Please right? do. Let me do that for you. I want we, you to wear a clamshell. Like a little tur- it's a turtle. Shell. I'll tell you. Is hey, it? Sorry. Yeah. Like a, yeah. If you start drinking PBR, I'll buy a motorcycle and we can do that together. Well, I want to see as long him as, on a motorcycle. Hey, if I can uh, hold a PBR with my leather motorcycle vest. Oh, yes. <laughs> then um, I'll do it. But that's it. <laughs> this is a long one. This has been, I actually screwed up the last week. I said last week was episode 192, but this is actually episode 192 of Weekly Game Chat. You got a lot on your plate. I know. I'm a busy man. You literally have nothing on your plate. No. (laughs) So much. I know. I'm just kidding. Uh, But if you like the show, subscribe to us on iTunes or whatever podcast service you use, including Spotify. Yeah, that's nice. Keep putting that out there for people. It's out there for you. Uh, and you will get a new episode just like this one every Wednesday. 
Uh, while you're there, if you want to drop us a rating or a review, it, it does help it people helps. find the show. It's proven. You know what else helps, Chris? What? Word of mouth. Yeah. So hey, talk to your friends. Talk to people for us, please. Make us like a pyramid scheme where like, you have to <laughs> consistently get seven people to come back. And, Isn't that and illegal? Sh- they don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, if you want to write in your thoughts and opinions, as always, you can write them to weeklygameschat at gmail.com. That's weeklygameschat at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on the social medias, we are on the Facebooks and the Twitters, both at Weekly Games Chat. If you go on there, you want to see, like, you're like, oh, man, I love this fancy art. And you want to have an idea of what the fancy art will be for the upcoming episode of the show. You can usually go there around the weekend time and at the latest <laughs> Monday or Tuesday. What is he doing right And you can, uh, you can check out that He's art. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to give them reasons like to go to Facebook. On PBS. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to post an old school picture of us. Remember when we had our photo shoot? Oh God! Don't you do that? It's going down. No, you better put a. You, I'm gonna. I'll put something over your face. Yeah, put like a T Rex head over my. You're holding face. a. <laughs> John's holding a switch controller. I think. Yeah, a I had Wii the Xbox U controller. controller. A Wii U pad, the whole pad. Wii U game yeah. pad. Um, yeah, that's old school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, it's getting late. <laughs> Sun's getting low. It's cold Big outside. Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'll simply say, game on, John. Game on, Chris. Game on, John. I got the hardest part. Game on, Chris, and game on, John. How's that hard? Game on, yeah. John. I do two. Oh wow! <laughs> I remember when I started doing two things at once. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, your mom's box. Peace out, everybody. Thug life. There it is. That's there right. you it's go. Been a while. Yay! Farewell. <laughs>